My boy Karn sucks. I find your lack of faith disturbing. everyone, welcome back to another Andor-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And we are back with Andor Season 1, Episode 7, The Announcement. And... I'm back. Drew's back. <laughs> to myself. I was thinking, yeah. you know, Brady did such a good job, maybe we could just... Yeah, me, yeah. Kick, Jeremiah texted me, it's like, oh, you're fired. I'm like, oh, kick, well. kick Drew to the curb and just have... Brady on, but no, yeah. we can't do that. Drew's technically the one that started this all. You so. can't fire me. I yep. fire you. Yeah, that is probably true. So the Spider-Man meme of just us pointing at each other. <laughs> but yes, we appreciate Brady coming in clutch last minute last week. So yeah. Like, shout out to you. I know you're in the chat right now, but shout out to you. you our uh, our YouTube so much- version. Has like yeah. the most views true for a video sure. since since like we did the interview with Lucy. Yeah. So which, which I feel like the interview with Lucy, I'm surprised we didn't get any comments like, oh, it's still blurred out. <laughs> like like because no. that one like everyone wanted to go see what Lucy looked like and you can't. <laughs> so. Can't, but that's fine. But yeah, um, thank you, Brady, again, uh, for helping us out last week. Came in clutch. Yes. And he, I had him, or I sent him the file, so he uploaded that same episode on his podcast. Oh, dope. Grand Gungan Army podcast. So hopefully, if you come over, have come over here from his podcast, welcome to all your, you Canadians over there, or up there, I should say. Yeah, right above us. Right above us. Like what, five hours probably? Give or take? I don't know. Isn't it like... Well, Bemidji is four and a half. Okay, yeah, but if you go straight, there's like to like... Is, there, is it faster? Straight to International Falls, like that's like three hours. Oh. That's like one highway or something like that. So I hear you can get there pretty quick. Or maybe it's four hours, but... Well, Brady said last time he checked it was four or five. Huh? All right. Either way, come on down. Yeah, but that's when you're driving kilometers per hour if you're doing it oh, miles true. Per hour. <laughs> i don't know what that uh, that's, <laughs> um, well, he said three lol so okay. yeah, maybe his math was wrong <laughs> uh yeah so yes back to andor so we finished a major arc last week and now we're kind of at a pivot point where we're kind of seeing how everything is going to now play out from the heist and um, as we can see in this episode, there's things are, are brewing just like when Marva had the kettle on the thing, things are brewing. See, did you catch that? No. Oh, I was just more fascinated by like how little effort they put in that teapot. 
I'm like, dude, I can get that at Walmart. It's a like, it's a space teapot. What do you expect? This is gr- orange. Like, there's, I'm, you're know. telling me if they came out with a black series te- usable teapot like that, you wouldn't buy it? <gasps> Jokes on you. I already have. No. I'm just oh dang. <laughs> <laughs> what if? But no, uh, uh, no, I I definitely won't buy it. But yeah, they'll definitely start selling that stuff at Galaxy's Edge with that cereal too. That boy. Yep. But anyway, Drew, what are your overall thoughts on this episode? Overall thoughts, I really liked it. Um, I didn't like it as much. I don't know. So people were like in the watch party that I did. Um, go check that out on YouTube if you guys missed it. But they were talking about like they liked it, but they didn't like it as much as last week. I f- it's completely different feel of an episode. Right. Like last week was like the heist. Like it was very like Star Warsy. It was like what people wanted for Star Wars film. Like that's what it felt like last week. This week felt really Star Warsy, but then it was like very emotional driven, more than like some. Like, you weren't on the edge of your seat necessarily, but there was a lot of stuff that was, like, really intense, and your heart was getting tugged a lot throughout this episode, and I, I enjoyed it, and I think the acting in this this episode was really, really good. Like, really, like, the whole Mon Mafa, like, literally talking about how horrible her husband is in front, like inches away from her husband. It was, like, so intense. I was like, dude, this is crazy. Like, just, like... I don't know, for her to be able to say that and not, like, lose it, I don't know. It was so good. I thought her acting was amazing in this episode. And then the whole Cassian and Brick's issue, like, like that whole scene was really intense and sad, too, and especially with his mom or whatever. Like, that whole issue, um, there's so many good moments, I think. And even, like, the the whole thing in the um room with all those those um imperial people or whatever like he was trying to stab her in the back by ratting on her for looking and like that whole issue but then the acting i don't know i thought it was so good i actually really enjoyed this episode so so i i really like a lot of parts of this episode okay but there are some things i was not a fan of like it's not like terrible it's just in comparison to the good things it was just a lot less for me. And we'll get into that. But like, it just kind of felt kind of out of place. And some of like the pacing was kind of a little weird for me. But oh. um, definitely enjoyed it. I Some of my favorite scenes in the series so far are probably in this episode too. But I, 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 I was thinking you would like really like this episode for like the, the acting. Oh, yeah. Like... Uh, Marva's scenes where she was as great. Mm-hmm. Like she, oh, man, I don't know if she's ever going to get, I don't know if she's going to get nominated for like best supporting actress or something like that, but she deserves some sort of award for her because she's just an OG. Like she's been acting for probably like 70 years, probably <laughs> like chill, chill. She's and like, like only 70. So. But like, She's just amazing, and so whenever she's in a scene, I'm just like excited to see yeah her character because like her character is just very well written, but then the actress is just executes it really well, and so mm-hmm. I I really like those scenes. But yeah, so we should might as well just jump into scene by scene because we got a ton of voicemails tonight and a lot to cover in this episode. So we got 
get going. But but the chat also agreed with me, and you, that the acting in this was really, really good. Yeah, definitely. It was very actor-heavy, which I feel like that might kind of feel a little odd in a Star Wars film. Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, shooting and stuff. Like, it was very actor-based, which it it kind of feel different, but I enjoyed it. Right. So, episode starts out with my former boy, Karn. Uh, he's just sitting in his on his bed, depressed again, with his brown suit on, and then his mom calls him for breakfast. Um, okay, why is he your former boy now? I want to. I thought by start, now. Let's just start this off. Like, okay, why is he your okay, former so boy? So he was my. F- Favorite character, first three episodes. I loved him. I don't understand, but yeah. And he, what do you don't understand? Go back and listen to what I mean, I, I understand what you... I just don't understand why that but, was even a thing for you, but... But, like, this is now the fourth episode since then, and he's done nothing. Like... Yeah. He's done nothing. And I'm, I, was, I, I was giving him a chance. Okay, the first, like, you know, episode four and five, all right. A little slow, okay, but... You know, I expect that. Okay. Yeah. And then six, nothing happened. And now we're in seven and nothing happened. And it's just like. He's he dragging his feet a little bit. Like, or... I, I get that's like his story. Like, I get it. But like, he hasn't done anything for four episodes. And every episode he's eating cereal. Like. <laughs> oh my Brady God. in the chat said, I can't wait for him to do something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. He's, he's kind of like the. The echo of Bad Batch. He's just there. He opens yeah. a door once in a while when he needs to open a door, but other than that, he doesn't Except, do anything. But even that, he's not opening doors. The only thing he's doing is eating cereal and yeah. complaining about his mom, even though she's the only one that took him in. Uh, yeah, it just... Re- so I'm kind of over him now. Hopefully, he'll have a redemption and I get more intense as the season goes on. Um, yeah. But... But yeah, I'm, I was kind of disappointed by it. I, so, but anyway, his mom is lecturing about his brown suit and how he made his collar taller. <laughs> like, I don't know. I thought it looked fine. Like, I think, you know what? It kind of made me think about though when she said that and he was talking about like, it wasn't like he was trying to stand out necessarily. Like it was just trying to like be different. But what if it's like an insecurity, like um, what's his name has in Big Bang Theory, where he always has to wear turtlenecks. Oh, uh, Howard. Yeah, like maybe it was like an insecurity. Like he he doesn't want to show his his Adam's apple or something. No, because he's been he didn't wear that before. Like his, I don't think his. Oh well, maybe he's more so honest. He has so much no security. It's just that one suit that he had that he probably had when he was eighteen oh, when he moved uh, out. True. So you had a custom. It's, it's out of style, and the mom just didn't like the the color. So I don't know. The mom's kind of lame, but they're both lame, bro. But yeah, the mom's. But kinda... anyway, he has. An interview at the Bureau of Standards that his uncle Harlow set up for him. And so I will do it like we normally do, where we kind of go storyline by storyline. So let's do all the car and stuff to get him out of the way. Um, 
real quick, I like what Brady was saying in the chat that maybe he's doing that to try to cover up to kind of hide himself from the shame that he has done. The suit, you mean? Yeah, like the suit, like kind of distracts from him. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. Because once the guy reads his thing, I think. <laughs> okay, what thing? He just has a suit on. Like that's it. Like he's not doing anything. I don't think. Like his mom is just a mean mom that's belittling her son. Like, yeah, it's a weird relationship. I, I don't kind of feel bad for him. I don't think Karn had any intention of with anything other than this, like wanting to adjust his suit. I also don't think after seeing this relationship, he had any intention to see his mom ever again. Like he really did not want to go see her. Well, right, but and then. Uh, do we know, is he on Coruscant? Did we ever yes. figure that out? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. So. Okay. Oh, and then, so then while he's, they're eating breakfast and arguing about the suit, we see the first ever news broadcast. I don't think we've ever seen news broadcasts in Star Wars yet. Maybe something in Rebels. I think we did in Solo. That was more like a propaganda commercial. But I don't know if that oh. was like. The news, True. hollow news. There might have been something in Rebels. I remember, but that might have just been a radio broadcast, which is kind of similar. But this is the first time we actually see a news mm. from the hollow net. And it's just saying about the attack on Eldani and how it's just going around. And so the mom was like, you know, mad about it. It's like, well, whoever did this, they'll pay. Like, so she's on board. So it'd be kind of cool if. If Karn does get in the loop and starts to pursue Cassian, like mm-hmm. he's the one that takes down the person who was part of this, and so then the mom would be proud of him, maybe, for doing what she would say is good. But I don't know you're if that's gonna, gonna happen. Gonna like, obviously, since much- they're keeping them, like they have a plan for him to do something big. Like they're just not gonna have two seasons of him eating cereal, like. <laughs> What if? What if they literally had no plans for this kid? He was just like, he just kept getting beat down. He gets close to Andor, figuring out who it is, and then realized like they just keep shutting him down to the point where he becomes a rebel. Nah, I don't know. You don't. I I don't know if he's gonna become. uh, He's gonna join the Empire. I feel like. I don't know. He is gonna become a rebel. He's probably just gonna be a renegade, or he does his own thing, vigilante. He's not that cool. What? He's not that cool, bro. He just eats cereal. The only yeah, but, he would have is fix, putting a bow tie on his suit. He's next. gonna like, he's he's gonna go get to a breaking point. All right. But anyway, he goes to the Bureau of Standards and has his interview, and it's just like a giant cubicle office office space but the cubicles are like little pods that kind of remind me of like the senate pods but they look so cool like i would work there just no, you to wouldn't. have that dude that's that setup looks fire bro i was like saying that i was like dude if i had that as my setup like set in there i you'd don't know it look cool you'd get so bored just looking at a data screen all day well you I need to be in there doing those those coffee beans in the fire like you do every day that's uh, I don't That's know what you like to do, but I would like that cool office space look fire though. Okay, 
cool. You can sit next to Karn, then you guys can be work, Talk work about buddies. Cereal. <laughs> work buddies. Apple Jacks or Frosted Flakes? <laughs> what did you have this morning? <laughs> like um, cooler talk. But the uh, the guy who's doing the interview was like, sees on his profile that he got fired from Morlana One, and Karn was like, "I was just trying to maintain order and peace, and my guys were murdered, and I was just trying to investigate and." Like, and he was very nervous about saying that too. Like he was, but like I don't understand what the guy, the other guy said because he was like, "Well, we can take care of this record right now." Does that mean like he can delete I, his permanent record, or does it mean just saying like by getting you a job here, you can work off like your debt in a sense? And so that's what originally I thought he was saying, but I think what he was saying is that he was adjusting it for them. For I don't think it was for everyone, but I think he was able to adjust it. Just in the Bureau of Standards profile. Okay. Yeah. So he was able to adjust it for them. So it looks, it doesn't look like he's a bad dude. Like clearly they needed the work because when they zoomed out over top, there's a bunch of them like empty. So I think they just really were desperate and they were, they just really wanted him to work because they gave him that booth like right away. Like, oh, we have one. Like, yeah, and also I think it's because his his uncle must be like one of the head guys. Yeah, the guy just wanted to like, hey, we'll give you. A- no, I guess th- what is a bureau like? What is that? It's just like it's just a department. Okay, so maybe they maybe they have authority on Shinji people's background records, and so maybe they did. No, because it's the Bureau of Standards, and all this stuff is just kind of like Department of Weights and Measures, and like it's just like data keeping and making sure like standards are implemented and i guess it's meant to be a very boring desk job tedious like it's not like it's just to make sure that oh that this one pound of this weighs one pound over here like it's all supposed to be like scales basically everything is and so like the job that he was given um Fuel purity. <laughs> so I guess it's just the standards of what fuel is supposed to be. Like make sure it's 80% this chemical and 10% this and 10% that. And that's the standard Imperial standard. And if there's a system that tries to cheat customers by lowering or raising numbers to like better cost, then you make us aware of it type of thing, making sure that that fuel purity standards are upheld galaxy wide like mm. it's just meant to be a boring paperwork yeah cubicle tedious, job boring job, um, which is why there wasn't that many people working yeah and so then what is weird is he just ends up taking a spot and then the last scene of the episode is him just sitting at the desk looking at the screen getting pissed and like I guess like, oh, is this finally his, he's going to actually take the initiative at next episode to do something? I'm assuming something's going to, he's going to try and do something. He's going to barge into his uncle's office or something. And, but. Cause he found out that, or he saw that that thing happened, right? Yeah. That's cause that was the news broadcast. And so, yeah, like he's mad about it cause he wants order. He wants rules to be followed. That's true. Like, that's laws exist for a reason. So. Like he's not wrong. Like I, I'm still hoping that they have something good for him. But 
four straight episodes of eating cereal. You're kind of just over the character development. I'm over. It's like taking too long. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. But anyway. So, I mean, I think we're supposed to assume that he's going to go find someone and then realize it's Cassian and help tie the... I feel like it's he can't strings, get that done but... in one episode, like one season. I feel like it's... I think it's going to be a, a slow burn for him. Yeah, but... And next season is when we're going to actually get stuff from, like, bigger action from him. That's annoying, it, then. I don't know. Oops, I, don't I guess. Know. I don't know. Also, Cassian, that boy cannot stay out of trouble to save his life. Just straight up saying that. Why are you bringing it up now? Is this a random... I don't know. <laughs> it just made even... me think of how depressed we're not even the to him yet. was. But anyway, uh, let's jump on Luthan stuff, and then the rest of, like, Mon Mothma and the Rebel stuff. So we'll skip... The ISB right at first, and then we'll do that next. But uh, Luthen is in his office, like in the back room, and he's listening to radio chatter. And then Mon Mothma comes unannounced. Um, and she goes in, and she makes sure that the driver stays back because we, before he went in with her, now she made sure that he stayed back. Mm-hmm. And we find out, we'll find out later why I think she does that. Um, but she goes in, and she's just pissed. Like, did you do this with Eldani? Like, is this you? Like, blah, blah, blah. And you know, they're trying to like play off, like, cause she's returning the gift she got before. And she, he's yeah. showing them that, um, Uda Pawan sword thing, but like club thing. Cl- club thing. And so they're kind of arguing about this. And what I didn't realize I went back to episode four to rewatch when Luthen and Mon Mothma talk in the shop, but I thought she knew about this heist, but she didn't. That's what I thought too. So the whole time I was watching, I'm like, did she not know? So when like, she, I'm super confused. I, but I went and watched that scene again, and when she goes to Luthen and talks, she's only talking about how her hands are tied with fi- finances. Financial. And like how she can't do anything, and he's talking about like we need funds, and mm. like she's like I need to bring in this new person into our circle, which we now find out is this banker guy that's her friend from Chandrilla. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, she never knew about this thing on Eldani, this heist. Yeah, and which made this scene so intense. Yeah, because like. He needs to funds, and he knows that she's now not able to get it. So he had to do her, do his own plan to get funds mm-hmm. behind her back because she can't get the funds. Um, and what's interesting is because she talks about, or he, well, he says like our job, like our plan was to build a network, and that's what we did. Like it's built, it's there, ready to go but they need the funds to do it. And so it's like, I had to do this to get the funds because we had this giant galaxy wide network of rebellion. And if I don't have money, like it's, they're not going to be able to do anything. And, but my Mothma is like, well, this Eldani thing is like causing, going to make everything hard because the scene that we're skipping until later, but like, um, they're implementing very, very harsh, policies now against anyone who does re- need rebellion, any crimes, 
Mm-hmm. Um, their fines are out through the roof. Like the taxation is like crazy. If like yeah. the sectors like, and so like, she's like, you just made it harder for people. Like people are going to suffer even more. And he's like, well, that's the point. People need to see what the empire has been doing just under the table. Now it's going to be more blatant everywhere. And people are going to want to join a resistance and support a resistance. Yeah. And so. Which it, I was, I, throughout this conversation, like, I could agree with both sides, which I thought was like the writing on this conversation was really well done because of that. Like I was like, okay, I agree with her. Like that was a little intense or like you got to wait until she's involved kind of thing. So you could agree with her. And then he was like, no, you just got to start now. But then he, he almost felt evil in the sense of the way he was acting around it. Like he kind of made it feel like it was like his way or the highway kind of situation. Like, I don't know. He seemed a little bit too intense, which then we find out later, like there's, it feels like there's some sketchiness with him. I don't know. Well, I think he just has, you have to play firm and hard against the empire. You can't do all of Mon Mothma's kind of more like people caring. Like like she's, I'm not saying she's soft because she kind of like says that's a, a front and a lie later on, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but like he knows that you can't play fair with the empire. And mm-hmm. I think that's why he resonates with, will resonate with Saw Gerrera because Saw Gerrera is more intense. So like Luthen might be kind of like the middle between Mon Mothma and Saw Gerrera. Mm-hmm. Cause like Saw Gerrera accuses Mon Mothma of being this, weak and not willing to do anything in rebels and so yeah he's definitely like through that conversation i was like oh he's the tied to uh what's his name saw but yeah saw like he is he felt like saw in this conversation right so i feel like he's like you said like he's like the middle person between both sides yeah so it's like he says, hey, we need to, well, I can't remember what he said. It has, I've written down, we need the fear. I can't remember if that means like we need to fear the empire more or if like the empire needs to fear us more. I think he meant like the people need to fear the empire. But um, like, yeah, like people need to see what the empire is actually because he says the line, they've been slowly choking us to the point where like it's very subtle. Like we, people aren't noticing the oppression. Mm-hmm. But now they're going to see the oppression like in their face. And so he's like, this is what we need to grow this rebellion. And it was kind of cool looking around the the shop this time around because there were different items. Oh, I didn't even know. before. So like um, there's a temple guard mask in there that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I guess it was in the first one. I'll rewatch that one scene. But uh, Gungan... Uh, shield from episode one is in there Uh, there, there there was a more clear shot of that and then um previously people said like in the first episode of that that there was uh what's his name the jedi plo koon plo koon's mask and in this one it's more like in like Mm. like on that table with that club like it's on there Mm -hmm. um like something that looks like Plo Koon's mask. And then 
there's like these gloves with like claws on it. I didn't really know what that was. Like that was yeah. I was cool. wondering. So I know that there was something from Indiana Jones in there. Oh I'm yeah, like, from last episode it was it's like the is it the, the stone where he puts like this bag of sand on? He takes a stone yep. off or something like that, mm-hmm. which is just an Easter egg. Yeah, because that's that's Indiana Jones is Lucas film, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So which is why like the um. The gauntlet or whatever was in Solo. Like there is something. Oh yeah, there's that. In Solo. And then in, uh, one of the Indiana Jones movies, there's a C3PO and R2D2 like in hieroglyphics. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just kind of funny that they they do that. Yeah, Um, I wonder what the new what we're gonna see in the new Indiana Jones movie when it comes out. I don't know. I've only seen like the original three. Uh, I haven't a, seen any of the newer ones. I heard they kind of suck. I think there's only one new one. There's only one? Yeah. The one where with, there's aliens. With, aliens? What? Uh, yeah, see, so don't watch it. Don't watch it. Don't I was going to say the Shadow of the Buff, and I was like, I thought that's yeah. pretty crazy. <laughs> there's aliens? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Spoilers, my bad. But yeah, Okay, okay, interesting. It's, it, it's the one that everyone's like, wait, why? What? <laughs> okay. But. <laughs> All right. Harrison well, is filming that right now, so. Yeah. I hear he's going to be, I don't know if it's confirmed or if it's rumored, but he's going to be in the Thunderbolts uh, Marvel show. Like he has like the lead of the team or something like that. Really? That boy must need money or something. That guy's so old. I don't understand how they can like hire him to be like. Dude, he's just the GOAT, bro. If he didn't die in a plane crash, he's never going to die, bro. I bet you a hundred bucks that he'll die eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, wait, there's something from last week, but I think I owe you a quarter. I can't I remember. We've made so many bets, quarter bets. No, but there is like a bet, and you even mentioned it last week's on the episode. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Don't worry about it. I don't owe you. Don't worry about it. Oh, but speaking of money, no, I know what it was. What? It was. Um, what's his name? Is the guy that sent in the voicemail, he's Australian, not European. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I owe you a quarter. So I think burr, we're even. Burr, burr, burr. Yeah. yeah. But speaking yeah. of money, uh, Powerball is over $500 million and there's a drawing tonight. I got my ticket. You so did? I did, so. Wish, we'll us, wish us luck. Yep. So most likely if you're listening to us, either I am $500 million <laughs> richer or I'm down $2 from spending my Powerball ticket. But You want to bet a quarter you're going to be down $2? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and I'm down two twenty five. No. Um, but anyway, so yes. So that's the kind of like their interaction, Mon Mothma and Luthen, where there's that friction now. And I'm guessing they're, I don't know if they're going to work together anymore because it implied like, hey, I'll be back sometime. Like they kind of like said that, but there might have just been a conversation to like for the driver's sake. But like, I feel like they're not going to work together. I think that this is going to cause a division where they're probably going to like split apart, and then next season they're going to come back knowing they need they need each other. Mm-hmm. But it'd be cool to see how that. Plays how out. many episodes are left? Two more, or no? No, there's two more, like five more. more, or five more. No, yeah, five more. So, um. Anyway, 
so then later on we see uh Clea or Clea, his assistant. She is just walking through like whatever parts of the Coruscant. I was yeah, like, I did not recognize her. At you're, first. Was, okay, I recognize her right away. But like, I was watching all these people on YouTube react, and they're like, who's this new character? I'm like, what are you talking about? That's who I, no, okay, I, I did the same thing. I was literally watching it, like, like, doing my watch party, and you guys can watch it. I was like, chat, help me out. Is this the same person? Like, the entire literally, time, she didn't look the same at all. The only me. difference was she had her hair down rather than in a well, bun. Well, they did good because she was in so hiding. You're, so you're telling me if your wife changes her no, hair, you're not going to no, recognize was, her? Okay, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I I notice. I notice when girls cut their hair or change their hair. So, um, see, Reddit in the chat is like, I didn't know either. I'm not oh. the only one. It, if I, I thought it was, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. I don't know. Yeah, see, everyone. Even Brady's like, it took me 30 seconds to realize. Yeah. Just saying it. Sorry, Jeremiah. Jeremiah hey. recognizes his ladies and he knows when they, nope, yep. the same lady, like he knows right away. So. Yep. But anyway, she's. Okay. Yeah, so that was just fine. So the whole she... chat's like, I got really confused. <laughs> I'm not. So anyway, she's like at like some airport, whatever, on Coruscant. Like. Docking Bay. But like, okay, so if you listen with the subtitles, mm-hmm. like, like the PA is like, you know, ships going to downtown. I'm like, this is Coruscant. The whole city is downtown. Like, it's all one city. Like, how is, like, there... is it going downtown? Like to level thirteen, thirteen. No, right? you know what I mean. Like, I, don't know. I, was, I was just like, <laughs> how is there a downtown when the whole thing is a city? But it was kind of funny. But she anyway, she's walking down through whatever corridors and stuff and we finally see stormtroopers for the first time this in the middle of the hallway corridors mm-hmm. with security or something she walks by she's walking along and then we see her she's walking there's like a symbol written on the ground with chalk it's just like a circle with a line through it so now she knows like okay so she's meeting someone like and they're kind of just doing signals to like guide them somewhere so i wonder if like if you see a circle with a line through it, you take a left type of thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to go walk around downtown and start doing circles with lines and then stay at some point. You no, know, it'll be really cool. Up. It'll be really cool. So we've talked about doing Empire Con and doing like a scavenger hunt at Mall of America. We could do that, like hide, hide symbols around Mall of America to like tell people where to walk. That'd be cool. Yeah, we gotta start planning uh, Empire Con twenty twenty three. All right, um, Erica, get on it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, and we see that she meets Vel down there, and she's all in makeup and in nice clothes. Like I was like, oh dang, okay, we're doing this. And so they kind of like meet up and implied that they that she wasn't supposed to set this up because Clea was like, you know, receiving messages is just as dangerous as sending messages. Like, but she's like, well, like I got the money. It's been where it was supposed to go and it's been all dispersed where it's supposed to go. And she said like the ship has been 
destroyed or buried so they can't track that anymore. Um, and, uh, but then Clea was like, you need to have tracked down Cassian Andor, who you know is Clem, and you have to eliminate him because he's a liability because he knows Luthen. And so, yeah, which also made me like, dude, he acts, he's acting like Saw. Like, some people are just exposable. But the question, I don't think is, I feel like Luthen didn't order this. I think Clea is doing this on her own. I think Clea is trying to protect the system. You see? And, and Luthen doesn't know anything about this mission for Vel. You know what? That would be interesting. Because, you know, the whole time she's like, where's Luthen? I want to see Luthen. Like, let's, I want to talk to him. Yeah. Like, what if she, when she was in that back room, when he was talking to uh, Mon Mothla, maybe that something came through then. And then she knew that that girl was on back. And that was, so then she was the one that. Because she was in the back, she was in the back room while they were talking, right? Because I thought that was weird. That I wonder if she was able to figure out, like she found the like location for the meetup and that, and didn't even say anything and just went and did it herself. I think that's probably what happened. I think one because I think she needs to like protect the system, mm-hmm. and so I think she's like, or what if she's a mole? No, dude, a mole why, within a mole. Okay. Why would she have Cassian k- killed? Like she would want a loose end that could lead back. But maybe she knows that what's her name's not going to be able to do it. Val. Yeah, maybe she's trying to get Val caught. Also, Val looked way. I mean, I recognized Val right away, but she looked way different. Like from how scrubby, she, no, not scrubby. Okay, <laughs> sorry, sorry, not scrubby. But she, she, she was having a rough time. Okay, okay, Camping. she was living, she was and eating, living, yes. living in the woods for five yes. months. Okay, sharing blankets. Yes, she was scrubby. I'm sorry, I take that back. But uh, she looked way different with like earrings in and stuff. I was like, oh geez, like yeah, that would that's good. No one's gonna recognize you. <laughs> like. But. Right. Yes. So you could tell that Val was distraught about about that. Um and so last after last week's episode, like I rewatched the trailer again just because like so you one of those. I didn't because you said there's like spoilers. I didn't want to be spoiled on last week's episode, but I felt like okay, now a fresh start, what new things can I see in this trailer? And so like I do see like there's is a shot of Val on a mission, like doing, trying to find Cassie. Oh, really? So I like, haven't I've, watched that yet. So I like, obviously she's going to like, I don't think she's actually going to try and kill him. I think she wants to save, we'll probably try and save him. Um, I think she's growing attachment to him once she realizes like that. Cause the way what's her name was talking about it too. Like everyone was like, like, Oh, sorry. Well, yeah, it sucks that these two people died. And then she was like, also, like, we always had a hunch about him, so it's good that he's dead. And then she was asking about her girlfriend or whatever, and then she was like, 
uh, well, she's doing her so, job. Well, then we might as well. I have that next to my notes then for Cinta. So she's back on Aldani and she has the speed bike, speeder bike, but it's like not a speed bike. It's like you have to stand. It's like one of those scooters that you use it's your smartphone. Top bike. You use your smartphone to like scan. Like where you just stand and drive. Like it just reminded me of the mall cops. Like they lean too much forward. They the can Segway, Segway yeah, scooters. Yeah, like a Segway scooter thingy. But she's cool. she's taking that out, and then a star destroyer arrives, which is a scene from the trailer. Yes. Um. And then the only other scene is when she's like she's like going down a the steep cliff. hill, like going back, like mm. back and forth, but like. So she's on a mission. Like, Clea made it seem like she's there for a reason. Yeah, it's like she's doing her part. So I don't... I want to know, like, what that is. And so, because Val is worried about her because they're romantically connected. They're more tied than just being part of this rebellion. Like, they're tied. So, like, I don't know what that could be. Like... I don't, I, I don't know what it would be because it's just Eldani, unless it's like to get the Eldani people from the Southern Hemisphere that there's like thousands of tens of thousands of them, like to have them like rebel. But, but like that doesn't what, make sense. Well, like, yeah, because like what, what did that guy say? Like any. And Dolly, like any of their traditions and stuff, are now out the window. Like yeah, they can't do like anything anywhere, like galaxy wide. If you use uh, yeah. a a local festival to cover up for crime, like it's automatically like ten times worse. So like, yeah, so it's like I think she can't hide as an Aldani for longer. Also, like I didn't, I don't know if I sent this in the video, but I was like. From last week, I'm like, dude, how is she going to get away? Like, she was literally holding people up by gunpoint. Like, they're going to recognize her face, like, right away. Like, oh. she didn't hide. So, that's why I'm like, dude, I, like, thank you. I'm like, dude, she's dead. Like, she's going to die. Like, I don't know. And what's his, the guy that was leading all that was saying that, like, all being served under you or whatever, the main guy, I forget his name, he said that he didn't care if he was going to get hung. Gorn. Did he, did Gorn, did he, he died, right? He got shot. Yeah, he was the first to die. Yeah, but it was like so brief and then in the corner, they kind of didn't really show it that well. Because he got shot, then mm-hmm. Val hid behind that council, then Tierman got shot, and then... Because the guy didn't actually cover him. Like on purpose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, likes, like, has a little scrubby too. What? He's trying Didn't to get you as like much skin. Mm-hmm. Not really. He's okay. I, no, I, I like I like Nemec, the kid. Uh, yeah. That kid. I was I almost cried when he when that thing hit his back. I'm like, oh, boy, got that, crushed. That was that was rough. It was rough. Last week was a little rough. Yep. But yep, that's Cinta story. Just two little quick scenes. Mm-hmm. Don't even know what's gonna happen. But so I think it's something big. I think it's gonna be a surprise. I don't think it's gonna be something small. I think it's gonna be something big. But we'll never. We won't know probably till the last few episodes what her plan is. Um, 
So yeah, so then we can jump to the Mon Mothma stuff, which was pretty great. So there's the dinner party at her. I guess I think it was her apartment, like which is big. Like it's like a big. I thought I knew she had a fancy apartment from like that first episode with her. Like this whole apartment is like really fancy, big, I spacious the building. Let's be real. And so she. Uh, meets up with her friend, childhood friend, Tay. Now, I was confused. What? Because when she was talking to Luthen about, like, that party or that event, because he asked how it was, and she said it got moved till today. Was that the the dinner party? No. No? No. Okay. Because she was... mentioned, she's like, oh, sorry, there's no dinner. No, he, she, she, because he said that, um, about the needing the money, but she, she was mad because she was going to get funding from her friend. Like, this is the party work. I'm going to like try and bring mm. this guy in to, to, into the circle and he's going to be our means to getting funding. Mm. But Luthen jumped ship and did his own thing with the, Eldani thing. So but he was already going to do that. Right. Cause he didn't think that she could get it. And then she expressed his interest to not bring in this person. Mm-hmm. And so like, I know. And he's been playing this for a while too. Okay. Five months. So, yeah. but then like he, I don't think he expected her friend to come through. So like he needed to do something else more sure than, it's mm-hmm. because it's too risky to, because if he is buddy buddy with the empire, then it's screwed. Like they're done. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, his name is Tay. Okay, I can't re- read my handwriting. Tay Coma, I think Coma is last name, but Tay is his first name. Um, so they're childhood friends. He's I think he mentions that he's a banker on Chandrilla, their home planet, mm-hmm. and so she's like, kind of like I've been plant, I've been you know, playing a long time while well, I'm going to say to you in our conversation tonight. And she's like, I need a favor. And he's like, is it political or personal? And she's political. And he's like, kind of very like careful saying like, you know, I'm not been fond of the empire and you're a politician. You work with these people every day. Like I can't help you type of thing, mm-hmm. which is something that she wanted him to say, like to say that he doesn't like the empire. So then she's like, I'm, you know, everybody thinks that I'm this naive politician that's too kind and does all this kind of humanitarian stuff and no one really takes me serious, but like, that's a lie. That's the front. That's not who I'm actually, what I'm doing, like blah, blah, blah. And she's like, eyes have been on me. Like my driver has been hired by the ISB. So she knows that. So that's why she probably had him stand outside the shop rather than coming in like he did last time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I need access to my funds. And because he's the banker, he can help siphon that money out. And she's like, I'm starting kind of like sarcastically, like I'm starting a charitable organization that I want access of my funds to be moved to. Cause like, so she, apparently she's rich. Like, yeah, she's, She's born rich. 
So she has all kinds of money, which is apparently enough to fund an entire rebellion. That's how rich she is. So I mean, look has, at her penthouse on Coruscant. That's probably not cheap. That is true. It's probably like New York. You know what I mean? Like, nah, nothing's as expensive as New York, a penthouse in New York. <laughs> I'm just saying it's probably similar. Um, but and, she, and he's like, "What are you actually doing?" And she's like, "I can't tell you. It's better that you don't know." And then, so this whole time, her husband is following her and looking over and watching her. And I want to know what the, the daughter, like when she left, like, was she, she just not wanting to be there because she's just a bratty teenager? Or I if, think it's that. Or was she in working with the father to, like, do something? I don't know. Like, that first scene, I'm like, oh, he's cheated on her with this girl that he was talking to on the couch. No, no. I was like... <laughs> But then, the way that she was holding his arm too, I was like, eh, maybe. Well, yeah, but they they've been BFF since childhood. Like. I know it's. Uh, I don't know. But it was it was weird that. But I think it's that she's a bratty little kid, like yep. or a teenager. Yeah, I don't know her age. They don't really say it, but she's oh. probably like. In that fifteen to seventeen year old or range, I was leaning more like fourteen. Like she, no, she's not that young. Oh gosh, <laughs> she is not that young. Well, probably in real life, no, she's probably eighteen. <laughs> but in the show, she's chat. Look up, look up the actress that plays. See, Lita. even the chat saying, "I think she's 14. Look up the actress chat. Tell us how old the actress is, her, and that's the, the age that Jeremiah is going to let her be. Character is Lita. That's her name. Um, but you know, okay. But mi- okay, fourteen is still middle school. No. Like, yeah, well, freshman. You, uh, freshman. I'll be turning fifteen. But remember, but remember, girls age different than guys. They that's do. Like, they do that's like age the heart of. They do age quicker at first, but she was still had a very mature look in her face because a fourteen-year-old girl still has. A baby face. But you got to remember, dude, she has Coruscant skin. It's probably not that <laughs> what great. What does that even mean? It's probably, there's probably a lot of pollution. Her, She has Coruscant. Oh. She's, she's probably uh, younger than she is. She's rich. She probably has a good skincare she routine. She probably has makeup that makes her look older, too. There's that, too. But <laughs> either way, she's a brat. She needs to get Yeah. Spanked more often. I don't know. Are we allowed to spank people these days? I don't know. Probably not. But <laughs> he shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> but either way, yeah, she needs to be grounded, and her, her have her iPad and her her, her iPhone seven thousand. Yeah, plus no, there, it's a long time ago. It's probably like her iPhone negative one needs to be taken away from her. Yeah. So either way, she's up to no good. Um. I posted this picture in the Discord, but I took a screenshot of that final scene where they're sitting down on the couch talking. There's a guy, like with like off white and green clothing on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wrote, I took a screenshot, put a caption. This guy came all the way from Bossing Say to come to this event. Bro, <laughs> he looked like an Earthbender, dude. Like I'm telling you, he's from the Earth Nation. But um, that was kind of funny. I was also like, dang, that looks like being. So black. she's actually. 13-ish. Told you. 
13-ish, like the actress or the character? The character. Well, I asked what the age of the... Well, yeah, we know actress. that she's probably older. I mean, they're not, any, they're not, yeah, but then I'm not... In the 90s and... But then I'm not at fault. And, I'm not at fault if, I've, if she's oh, 17. No, I'm going to think she's 17. Okay, that's fair, but I'm not saying <laughs> that she's a minor in real life. I'm saying in the show she's supposed to be 14 and she's 13. Because she was born 18 BBY. So. so. Okay. All right. I guess if we made a bet, I would have owed you a quarter, but you didn't bet. So. Darn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Um, when you win the Powerball, you'll get to throw me a mail. Oh, you're never going to see I'm me changed. again, dude. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to that beach planet where. <laughs> And get arrested. Don't don't start running away from no one. I'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna sweat and they're not gonna notice anything, but uh, <laughs> it's on the beach. And also, Jeremiah, you don't like sun. Yeah, I don't, so I, you are gonna sweat because I'm gonna, you, I'll probably <laughs> move up to Canada and hang out with Brady where it's colder. But um Yeah. Do that. Alright, so that's I think that's everything for the Mon Mothma stuff. Um, so now let's just finish off with all the. I, I just think I think real quick the Mon Mothma like it's sad the way she was talking about her husband like she can't it was just so depressing. Oh yeah, he's like, yes, my, he's coming. Smile. Yeah, he, he knows nothing of this. He can't be trusted. Like yeah, he can't be trusted. Like it's that bad where she can't even trust her husband. She can't tr- trust her own daughter. Like she's alone in this and like people in the chats like i've never really liked bon Monfa before but it, this made me like really feel bad for her because she can't even trust her husband and i agree like you feel for this character in this scene because it is sad she has no one she's reached out to a friend she doesn't even know she's allowed to like it was it was very hard for her and i i think the acting was really well done and right. even the the husband acting of him just walking around and like the camera and like the whole scene was really well done, I think. So. Yeah. Well, another thing I forgot to mention, but so she says to Tay, "I want to tell you something that only three other people in the galaxy know." Mm-hmm. So, so Luthen and Clea, I'm assuming, are two of them. Is the third person supposed to be Val? I don't think so. Like, no. Is it her? No. She said three people, only three other people in the galaxy know. It's probably not, Saw. That's not Saw. <laughs> He's a, such a loose cannon. Why would... No. No. I think I still think it's Bale is in that circle. Bale Organa. Oh, the chat... Jerk has just said Bale Organa? Question mark? Yeah, probably. I'm guessing it's Bale. I'm surprised we didn't see him. That would have been so cool. At the, at the party? That would have been cool. Just to see him in the background. Just walking around. I was looking for that bald-headed girl the whole time oh sly more yeah i was like where's that bald head i don't see it nothing really funny is if (laughs) so so this is 15 years after so if lita made a comment like yeah i was talking to the the daughter of the senator from from uh What's the name of the planet that Leia's from? Uh, I was going to say Naboo. It's not Naboo. It's, uh, Why am I drawing a blank on like, I'm the I'm drawing now. Alderaan. 
all day. Like, yes. I was talking to that the daughter of Bale Organo, and she was rude to me. Blah, 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 blah. Like it was cool. If, like Bale and Leia were at that party, just in the background, and Leia like told off this bratty girl. <laughs> I thought that was kind of a funny little. So they found out that um, also the whole chest like spam all older on. We got it. Chill, chill, jeez. But uh, there uh, so she was the actor was born in 2016 or 2006. Oh my god, 2006. So she's she's like around 16, but that's like she wouldn't be when they filmed this. She would be like 13 or 14. They filmed this like two years ago. 14 and 15. It took them two years to film, but. So, Jeremiah, you owe her apology because apparently no, this no. girl has bad skin she, care she's, and she's, she looks older. Than she... Okay, if she looks a little bit older, that's probably means she's like matured in her face. That's not that's a bad what's... thing. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, we're done talking about this girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, I think it's still Bale. I hope we see who this third person is, though, in this season. I hope it's Bale. That would be cool. Yeah, we will. I mean, I'm surprised we haven't seen Palpatine yet. We got name drops with Palpatine. True. Though. I was like, <laughs> I was so pumped. Okay, well, so ISB stuff, and then we'll do Andor stuff to finish this. So the ISB stuff, I really, really liked. Um, yes. So you don't watch with subtitles, but the old guy with the mustache was Yularen. They recast him, obviously, because the guy that originally played him in the 70s is probably not alive anymore. Um, so that like was... Real? That was him? That was Yularen. Um, oh, man. I was hoping that his voice would have been more closer. like the, closer to the cadence and sound that we have in Clone Wars and in Rebels. Um, I, the first time hearing it through, I was like, that doesn't sound like him. Mm-hmm. Well, because the first time I was like, at first I didn't think it was anyone. I feel like it was and then, to be someone important. And then, like, during his speech, I was like, I think that's Yularen. And then when I watched the subtitles again, subtitles say Yularen. So, that is Yularen. Um, and he... I was really hoping that the actor was going to be able to try and, like, mimic the voice that we're used to him having just a little bit yeah. better. Um Second time through hearing it, I was like, it kind of, I guess it kind of sounds to me a little bit, a little bit of the cadence, but not a lot. But yeah, that's you, Lauren. He and he is just pissed. Pause. He's just pissed at everything that's happening now. He's like, this is a galaxy-wide protocol change. Every system asks if you are do anything anti-imperial, if you are in a system that does, if you blah blah blah, like. That sector gets charged five times what was stolen from her. So that's 400 million credits. That sector has an increase in like basically taxes owed, I guess you would say. Which, yep. even then, 400 million credits, like, I feel like that's not a lot for an entire sector of millions and millions and millions and millions of people, probably billions of people that would be paying taxes, yeah. but but it's still a punishment because that's like per infraction. So if you have like multiple throughout a system, mm-hmm. then that's really bad. But 
Yes. So then all these supervisors here are kind of like looking back and be like, oh, crap, this is intense, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you, Lauren, said he talked to Palpatine himself about this and that they're going to yeah. be enacting an emergency session to put in new policies. And so I'm kind of hoping next episode we see this emergency session in the Senate and we see Palpatine. I think I, we already did. We didn't see Palpatine. Well, no, no, we didn't see Palpatine, but I think we already got the effect of the... I think we got some of the opening things, but I think like there's there's multiple layers of things that they're implementing, and some of the layers needed Senate approval or Palpatine's approval, like officially, because he's the Senate, you know. So mm-hmm. like, I really hope we even if it's just come on, just give me like. Oh, I think we'll get him. I mean, just give me like just a minute. Call, you want me to call my boy right now on the phone and. Which, which boy, Dave or Ian? Just ask. Oh, you know, oh, that's right. You met him in the, the urinal. I know. Um, stood each other next to each other, peeing in the urinals. Like that's pretty. I mean, I know him, so I can call him <laughs> up. <laughs> um, I actually yeah. do know a guy that knows him. So. How does he know him? Because he's the guy who ran the con that I, we went to. Oh, you know him. like No, I know him. How I do you know him? Know. Okay, He's the one that mean? gave me my... I'm just saying, I, I got a guy. How do you like know? You don't know him personally. Like, he's like your cousin or a friend. No, but I, I talked to him in person and online. I know, him, I know him as much as I know most of the people in this chat. You probably know the people in the chat more than you know this guy. <laughs> I don't know. Very close. Either way. I'll save that for a different yeah. wild card. So all of this stuff is happening and then it flashes. No, not flashes, but then it goes to Dedra in her office with her or whatever. And they're talking about it. And like, she's like, this is not good. Not because it's too strict, but it's like, this is what the rebels want. They want this to happen so that the galaxy sees the oppression of the empire and this is where we get the the type the episode title name drop. So like this is an announcement. Like mm-hmm. we're a rebellion. We're here. We're here to fight the empire. Like that's mm-hmm. what the heist at Eldani did. It was an announcement of rebellion. So she's worried about this imperial overstepping because it's gonna make things worse. And so she's smart and she gets it. She gets the big picture, which we'll see because um she, uh, let me see, looking at my notes. So she, so later on the episode, it's back to the the circle of, I guess they're called supervisors because that's what Pedigras calls them. They're supervisors of the sectors. They're all given sector that they're in charge of. And so um, we get an Ord Mantell name drop, which is, where the Bad Batch has their base to do their mm-hmm. stuff. So that's a cool name drop. Um, and so they're talking about things, but then Blevin, he's like, I have to bring something up. I think one of our people here in the circle has been breaking protocol, blah, 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 and needs to be called out on it. And so he calls out Dedra for... Um, getting information because she goes to a guy that's like sleeping 
And it's like, I need you to do this project for me, blah, blah, blah. I need you to get, um, give me all the information for every missing Imperial thing that's been taken from a facility. And he's like, well, what star systems do you want me to look at? And she's like, every single one. All of them. Okay, that's literally millions and millions. And that of boy was already tired. That's probably why you <laughs> ratted on her right away. I really thought it was funny. So he's there sleeping, and she walks in at ease, and he stands yeah. up. <laughs> so like, um, so yeah, she he ratted on her like right away. So she's like, so so he is calling her out because she was originally asking to ask about cross sector communication and was denied and she's like well i wasn't technically denied i was just needed to was needed to bring more information and to prove these things and so i really like part the head guy because he's he's very like strict and rigid and by the book but he's also like gives opportunity for conversation he wants to know what's true if people yeah. do a good job he's gonna reward it like he wants to do better and i i really like he I think he's very fair. Like, yeah, this whole episode, I it's really like, like her too. Right. Like, I, I know I'm not supposed to, but I actually like her character. I, I like that. I was, she's like intense and aggressive. Like it's I was, weird. I was going to say that my boy Karn, I don't care about him anymore, but I got a new person. I got my girl Dedra. Like she's yeah. my new favorite character. Yeah, um, I like her too. I know we're not supposed to like her, but what? I thought her care like her character is like super intense. She's strong willed. Like she she's a good bad guy. Like, I don't know. There's something about her. Like you well, like her. The thing about the show is they make it so that you like everybody on all sides. Yeah. Like I like Luthen. I like Mon Mothma. I like all the people from the Aldani heist. I like Mm-hmm. People on the Empire side, I like this Pargraz and this Dedra. I like, I used to like Karn. Um, no one likes Karn anymore. <laughs> so you're supposed to look, watch this show and see that there's good and bad people on both sides of the mm-hmm. fight. And like, I, she's, I don't, I can't consider her a villain. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's like. Well, I mean, we work for her, so probably we can't say she's a villain. Because we are Empire Radio. Yeah. So. Hey, Dedra. Can you get us some, some funds? Yes. Can you um push some numbers through so Jeremiah can actually win that Powerball, please? Yeah. You? But, what uh, if you did, dude? Probably <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. If we don't see Jeremiah next week, if Brady is in for Jeremiah, we know why. <laughs> <laughs> just say that. I'll, I'll just... I'll kick you out and hire like Star Wars Theory or something. I'm like, I can hire him. <laughs> I'll, I'll fund his Vader episode two project okay. that he's trying to get done. Um, but yeah, so I like her because so she, uh, anyway, so she's like when Blevin calls her out, she's like, yeah, I did this, but now that I was able to do, it, I, I used the protocols that we were, cause they were given freedom to have any resources to do anything. And so she just basically, okay, I got this, all this new freedom because of the identity heist. And so I'm going to use that authority that, I was denied before so I can get information from all these sectors. She's like, now I have the evidence that I can prove that there is this network basically, which is I'm assuming this, all these connections that she sees is the network that Luthen set up, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. And so she sees all these connections 
and I can now prove this to you all. And she, I really like how she criticized the sector lines. And like, she's like, these sector lines, blah, blah, blah. And like one of the guys is like, you know, the Partagres, he, he set these lines up and she's like, yeah, they're just to make order of things. But do you really think the rebels give a crap about these lines that we draw on a map? Like, no, like, like they're, they're not going to like work all in one sector. They're going to be spread out throughout the galaxy. Like we have to connect the dots. And if we're just looking at sectors, we can't do that. So we have to look at the whole galaxy. And then Blevin thought, was like, okay, fine. Whatever she got the connections, but you know, what if all of us, you know, we were as careless as her of like just not following protocols and blah, 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 blah. And Pargras is like, that's an interesting suggestion. Maybe if everyone in here was as, had as much endeavor as Dedra, we'd all be better. Like, so. Yeah, he pretty much called everyone on that table lazy right there. And uh, so, like. Even Dedra's eyes were like, they grew. She, she, like, she, she was, she was holding back. She was holding back. Uh, a smile like she had the smallest smirk just so you could see it but she was holding it in because she's like screw this blevin guy like i'm taking so then part of grads is like all right blevin you are in charge of ferrico i'm taking that sector the Morlana sector and i'm giving that to dedra and so like he got that taken mm-hmm. he lost that so like, he's losing power while she's gaining power and you know i i really love dedra's character i think that she's just getting the job done. Like she's the only one that gets it. She's not held back by protocols. Like she's like, let's get and the I work even done. like when they, he went on that walk with her at the end of that. She's like, yeah, he's like, he, he told good her job. like, watch your back. Yeah. She's like, good job. Watch your back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was just funny. Cause it's kind of like, I was watching that scene. I was kind of like thinking of, so I just finished reading the Thrawn ascendancy trilogy and so, like, just all, like, the, the family politics in that story mm-hmm. and how they are all about wanting individual power and using people for their own good and stuff. Like, I kind of felt like watching this, like, they all have their political endeavors in a sense. Yeah, like, like the higher up you get, they're all really similar and equal, but they all are going to butt and try to get ahead as much as possible and do whatever they can to get higher ranked, which means also hurt the people that it's stupid. <laughs> it like, is that the best way to run an army essentially is have your people higher up fighting each other, but whatever. I don't know. I, I guess never... there's a lot of work with like jobs like that too. Like you gotta do whatever you can to keep moving up. Well, I think it's just because everyone fears the Empire. So, like, when they're in there, like, you always have to keep getting better and better, or to get thrown off to the side. And well, well, apparently, if you don't get better and better, you can just sit in that chair and fall asleep. And yeah, which I didn't realize that's how those things folded. What do you mean? Like his like thing came down like that. Well, how else would it work? I, I thought it was like a full on like open. Well, I path. I think there's. Probably connected at two spots. Oh, uh, I was just like, because oh, it was, it, it fell down, so that it means like it was connected. Velcroed. At this is a velcro thing like this, or space, magnets. It's probably just like magnet. space velcro, space magnets. Space curl. Should, should we get it 
merch that has a Velcro Sp- flap on it. <laughs> we should. Like when it's down, it's a, it has a rebel symbol, but when it's up, it has the imperial oh. symbol. There's a shirt idea, guys. There it if is. I, if I win five hundred million dollars tonight, we're making we're rolling those out next week. And we would not even care if Disney <laughs> tried to sue us. We could fight back with that much. Like, come at me, Disney. <laughs> uh, They'll still win. I, I, I spent all five hundred million dollars just to win that case one and I'm out of money. <laughs> all right, guys, I gotta sell all these shirts to make my money back. <laughs> um, but. Uh, what was I gonna say? That's a good investment. Take on the mouse. <laughs> Should I just buy five hundred million dollars worth of shares so I have like say at Disney? So we can just work a normal job at Disney. So I can like, this? so we have like sway at Lucasfilm. I'm you down. can't because you can't buy stock in Lucas. You have to do it in Disney. So like. <sighs> Imagine the people that bought stocks in Lucas before they went to Disney. Those people are just loaded. No, they, there was no stocks. It was always private. No. George had it all. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's so, I, and I heard that. So, like when he sold it, it was he got it was four point two billion dollars. Mm-hmm. But half of that was in stocks at Disney. So he he had four billion or two billion dollars in cash that he got, but then just think of all the money he's made from the stocks. Not it's not just with Lucas brings no, in it's it's everything. With Disney, it's like Disney. So so he's getting a new Frozen movie that's about to drop or whatever. But just think all the merch for all of Disney stuff, all the movies, all the shows. He's getting. I don't know how much. You know what percent two billion dollars is of Disney, but because they're huge, but he's still making more than the two billion dollars that he invested into it. So I'll I'll invest in Disney and I'll see if I can get Kathleen out because that'll make you happy, right? Yeah, please. Hashtag give it to Dave. I can make yes. it happen. <laughs> All right. Well. You know what we should give Kathleen? Maybe she'll be a little bit smarter in her decisions that she's made. What's that? Some coffee. Coffee, huh? You think you're telling me that Kathleen's problem is she doesn't drink enough coffee? Or good coffee. She probably does, but it's probably the cheap stuff, you know. It's not the good good. She's on that Folgers. Mm -hmm. But hey, Folgers, if you think we'll take you as a sponsor, that's that's a lot of money. But, But. until then, let's listen to an ad from our actual sponsor today, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. And so if you like some coffee or tea, take a listen to this. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code EMPIRERADIO, that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout, 
to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. The funny thing is, I was going to try and put in the Lucy's ad right now, and then you did the coffee one. Because <laughs> I was going to keep the coffee one till the pot scene, when Marvel puts a pot of coffee on the thing. Oh, we're still not there. Ah. <laughs> so then when we get to the coffee scene, we'll play Lucy's ad. Um, so, it'll work. It'll work. So, that's the IFC. The ISB stuff. Um, so the last thing is talk about the Andor uh, events. And so he goes back to Ferrick to go get his mother, adoptive mother, Marva. He goes there in the middle of the night and he wakes her up and she's like, oh, who's there? Blah, blah, blah. And so she surprises and it's like, hey. We can leave tonight. I got all the money in the world. We can go wherever we want. We're fine. We're safe. And she's like, just like, well, what? Like, how is this possible? Like, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, we're now under imperial rule. Like, people know about you because, and she's like, someone turned me in. And I was like, well, you didn't hear. It was Tim turned you in. and But he's been killed, blah, blah, blah. Like she knew, everyone knows about it. Yeah, because the one that did it. Yeah, because the Empire took, like they said, the next day the Empire was there taking Mm -hmm. and took over. And so, like, everyone knows they're here, all the rumors about everything that happened. Um, And she's like, Well, it's the middle of the night. Like, I'm too old. Like, I can't do it. Like, I get tired. I'm, and he's like, You're right. I'm sorry. Like, get your rest tonight. We'll leave first thing in the morning. Um, and Does he need to go see what's her name too. Yep, his his ex girlfriend, and so um, apparently she doesn't have that great taste in men. I don't know. She well, likes Cass, Cassian. He's he's a cool guy. Yeah, he has a lot of problems though. Yeah, but what guy he doesn't have a lot of problems? I don't, we don't have Cassian problems. <laughs> you mean you haven't murdered two two people in some alley and you're on the run? And then murdered another person and stole a lot of money and to be fair, to, you goes you, to the middle of nowhere and to be fair, you were arrested for murder once. Okay, we're not getting to that story, and I did not murder anyone. You didn't murder anyone? <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that without an ex. <laughs> uh, join the Discord if you want to hear that story, maybe. Um, <laughs> was that too much information I shouldn't have shared that, online? That's like a... Um, we don't have a Patreon, but we're about to get one just so I don't tell that story. That, that's for uh, Empire Radio <laughs> After Dark. <laughs> Chat right now is like, what I did not murder said? anyone. That's he, a lie. He did not murder anyone. He's, Everyone's he's, like, uh, he, that's a red flag. <laughs> he, he was wrongly arrested. Um, I, was, I was held 
because I saw something. Anyway, we're not getting into that conversation. <laughs> Way to go, uh, what, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Bix. So she, he goes to see Bix. Um, goes into her like... So does she live at the shop that she was working at? I think so, yeah. Is that what that was implying? Yeah, in that back room. Okay, because I didn't realize that. Because obviously... Tim had his own place somewhere else because she went to his place. Yeah. So then this is her place. And so I guess the shop was originally her dad's because he's like, because he snuck in. He's like, your dad caught me sneaking in that one time. And so they've known each other for, since they're kids for a while now. So like, they're probably probably like high school sweethearts or something, something like that. And so, he has his special knock to like tell her that I'm I here. I wish they would have came up with something else. It's like the most common knock of all time. Yeah, but they didn't do the whole thing though. Yeah, because she probably does it before she opens the door. No, I. She did. And then she opens the door. Oh, hello. Yeah. Is that how she says it? Oh, hello. Oh, um, oh hello. Okay. Um. So then they're talking this through the voice comm thing because she didn't want to open the door because, like, how can this be? And or he's not supposed to be here. It's dangerous, blah, blah, blah. But they're talking, and he's trying to, like, She even says, like, she didn't even say his name. She said Cass. Yeah. Like, she Um, didn't even say the whole thing just in case. Right. And so he, she finally opens the door. And he's shocked to see that her face is beat up because of what happened in the uh, altercation beforehand when he was escaping. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're just talking about Did all she the crap. Get tortured? No, she was just tied up and beat up and roughed up. But she got arrested, didn't she? Well, yeah, because she was tied to that thing. And then Tim tried to save her and got shot when she was just tied. Oh, yes, yeah. But she got hit in the face a couple times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but not by Tim, right? And so they're just talking about and arguing, like, "What are you doing here? You can't be here. Like, we can't be together. Like, because like he wanted to like take her with, right? Yeah, I think so. And so, and she's she like, might... "No, I can't." Blah blah blah. And he was kind of offended by that, and like, but she's like can't and so then he and well pretty much he was saying that you have to leave because everyone like you ruined this planet essentially like yeah because he was no imperial or empire here at all we were fine and then you you go kill people off planet and you come back one you owe everyone and their grandma money so everyone already has a bad taste in their mouth with you and on top of that then you killed two people and now we're screwed. Like, that's kind of what she said. Yeah, so, like, their way of life was ruined by Cassian. By and so, um, but he then he asks, he's trying to get information from her about who Luthen is. Like, who is the name of this contact? Because he's trying to, like, track mm-hmm. him down, maybe. Um, she, she's like, well, I don't have any direct thing. I, I sent out a radio message. And it has their own contact, and then that person contacts. So, I'm I don't know if that's Clea, like Clea is supposed to censor that, or if there's another person. 
but she's like, I don't even know who this is. Like, I, it's a multiple person line of communication. We know it's not Mon Mothla. No, no, it's not her. But. And so he's like, fine, whatever. And he's like, well, here's twelve thousand credits. This should pay all my debts to everybody. Um, and then he leaves, and that's it. Um, and so then he leaves. So when he leaves her, we see him kind of walking. The sun is starting to rise a little bit, so it's a little bit brighter outside, like, but it's still pretty dark. And he's kind of walking by, and there's some troopers down there. And he kind of turns the corner to hide. And then we get a flashback. And so uh, it's a flashback to probably within that first year after the fall of the Republic and now it's the Empire because we get clone troopers. A whole mm-hmm. group of them. And so... But there's phase three, so... Phase three? Right. But it is phase two. Is there three phases? I said there's... Isn't there? I think or there's only, it just two? I think it says two phases, right? I think it says two. Um, I, I think there was three. Because... Either way, it's not the first one. Right. And so... He's... So he... Well, okay, this is really subtle. And I don't know if you... Everyone's going to notice it because not everyone knows it, but he, the flashback is there are older. There's three phases. I don't know. I don't think so. I've never heard of phase three. Well, the chat's saying it. What does the chat know? Okay. Well, it's Brady (laughs) who's saying it. So I'm going to, but go with the, but anyway, he it's subtle. If you don't really pay attention, but, the flashback is adult Cassian picturing himself there because when you see behind Cassian, it's a younger Cassian. And then later mm-hmm. on the other flashback, it's the younger Cassian. So yeah, people was, were thinking that the flashback was older Cassian, but no, because this would have been 15 years prior. So he would been a lot younger. He would have been a teenager. So I right, wait, the chat's wrong. It was, there's only two. You're right. See, don't ever question me again, Drew. <laughs> um, but so you guys got to be aware that there, there's. Yeah, because it, it kind of threw me off a little bit. And then I'm like, wait, the kid was Cassian. Yeah, but it was so, like he was dreaming of himself being. Yeah. Viewing it like a third person, like an outer kind body of, experience kind of. So situation. the troopers come by and all the. The clone troopers come by and everyone's mad that they're there. And so uh, Clem's dad, (laughs) Clem, who is his dad, adoptive dad, was like, hey, just calm down. Like, they just want to be here to raise their flags and then they'll be gone. And like, but the crowd is mad and they start going into the street and street and yelling. And Clem goes out there to like tell them, like, calm down. Rocks at them. Yeah, and so he says, calm down, blah, blah, blah. And then they actually hit the clone troopers that are, that pass by, and they all stop. And when they turn around, Clem and the few people that are on rocks were there in the thing. And so the new Imperials put Clem in the people that were throwing rocks. And so we knew earlier that Clem was hung because Luthen says, I know your father was hung. Mm-hmm. And so, um, then later in the episode, 
we see the more flashes where we just see the feet hanging while, like when there's like snow on the ground. And Cassian is on his way out of anger with like a, a rod with some like spikes on or something. Mm-hmm. And there's he goes to, and chases, runs towards four clone troopers to like attack them. Which, why wasn't he shot killed? Like he was in a that, little kid. He probably got I don't know. Yeah, but these are post Order sixty six. Like they kill anyone that resists. Like they they would have killed. Know. Well, Wrecker was about to kill well, we'll Omega. See what happens? So well, obviously he survives. But like, well, we'll I, see. Like if he actually if if something happens right before. Well, there is the rumor from a long time ago that Cody is in this show. So, maybe so Cody's one of those clones, and Cody is maybe on the scene and tells him to stop, and because Rex yeah, got so to him, and what he probably does is reaches his hand out and holds Cassian's head, you know, and oh Cassian's just oh, okay, <laughs> okay, whatever. If that happens, <laughs> but um. Yeah, so I I hope we see more with the clones, because that was really brief. Like we barely even see him. Like I want to see him in action. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's the background story of Cassian when he was younger and how his father Clem was killed. R.I.P. Um, and he seemed like a, a cool, honorable guy. Like he's like. Wanted to like do the best for the people. Like, hey, just let them do their thing, and then they'll be gone. He wanted to keep the people down. Like, he was a good. Seemed like he could have been a good leader, mm-hmm. um, but he got screwed over very early on in the empire. So, sucks. Um, but then he comes back to his senses, and the flashes are gone. But he goes back to Marva um, to go get her. And first, B2 says, hey, we're not going. <laughs> and then Marv's like, shut up. Like, stop talking to the droid. Um, and she just explains this whole thing about not wanting to leave um, and how, like, she wants to stay because there's now a r- official rebellion throughout the galaxy. People are talking. They mm-hmm. want this done. And she's like, I really like to remind, because like uh, Cassian says something along the lines of like, they have barracks just a couple blocks away, like this place is nuts. And she's like, I'm not going like, they can put barracks anywhere. Like I'm at a safe place in my mind and they can put as many barracks up and they're not going to get to my mind. Like I'm in a safe place. Like she's content where she's at. Her decision is made and she's happy with it. Um, And she wants to see this rebellion come out and she's going to do what she can, even though she's not much she can do because of her age. But like, do you think that she was the one that was in contact with what's his name? Who? With Luthen? No. Why? Because he knows everything about Cassian. Maybe she was the one that connected no. them. No, no. All right. <laughs> so you're telling me that big sense of radio call to, to the same planet, literally two blocks away to Marva. Hmm? Bix uses that radio in that tower to send out yes. that message. 
You're telling me she just sends it two blocks away to Marva's apartment? What if? No. No. Or or maybe I don't I think it's weird that they know like he knows everything about Cassian though. Like everything. Yeah, but that's just the resources that Luthen has. That's how rich he is, how connected he is to people. Just saying. I'll bet you five hundred million dollars tonight. Right, they, chill, they chill. I don't have that. <laughs> we can bet quarter. <laughs> um but yeah, so she's wanting to see this rebellion and she's like you know for all these years i haven't been able to go to the town square i've Mm -hmm. had to walk around it because that's i don't want to be reminded of where clem was hung but now with this aldani attack and this rebellion becoming known i put on my fancy jacket and i walk through with a smile Mm -hmm. and she's like this is coming to fruit like this is finally what i've been waiting for is the empire is going to be taken down because they killed my husband and mm-hmm. now people are rising up to fight. And so I thought that was kind of a, a fun, yeah. not, a fun, not a fun, but like. No, it was a good thing. A very meaningful thing for Marvel. It was a big moment in the show. Right. Um, and so she was like, I, I want you to try and understand like why I'm staying. But he's like, I don't understand. And she, he's like, I'm gonna worry about you constantly. And she's like, that's fine. Like that just means it's love. Like mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing to worry about people because it's out of love. Um. And so now I think the pot of coffee was on the first scene when he goes in the middle of the night. But mm-hmm. anyway, we'll just say it's on now. So we'll just play Lucy's. Lucy's voicemail. So if you are an artist of any sort, take a listen to a little commercial break from our super fan, Lucy. Hey everyone, Lucy here, and I'm pleased to tell you that some of my fellow Empire Radio listeners and I made a fantastic original Star Wars audio drama, all through sending voicemails to the pod. It's called the Voicemail Cinematic Universe. Here's the thing. We need your help. The Empire's goal is to get an illustration made by us listeners for every single voicemail. And we have quite a ways to go. So if you have any sort of artistic abilities, join the crew. Any type of media is welcome. Lego scenes, digital art, paintings. You could even make food art. If you answer this call to action, there's a link in the description that leads directly to a Google Doc. It tells you exactly how to submit your art. This whole VCU project will be 100% fan-made, and we can't wait to see everyone's work. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. And we'll hear some more from Lucy later on with voicemails. So, Yep. So, um, as Cassian is leaving, uh, Marva has one last piece of advice. And she's like, give up looking for your sister. Yeah, that was depressing. Which, I was wondering if we were ever going to get back to that story. Because that's literally the opening scene of the show. Literally how this all happened. Right. Um, But like, so so Marva is under the impression that she was killed on, Mm -hmm. uh, what was the planet name? 
Canary. Yes. But like, we know that there was a girl from Canary that worked at the brothel. Yes. <clears throat> so like, we're assuming that that's accurate information because the chances of two people from another girl from Canary happened to leave like when it was just that one group of kids. So kind of crazy if there was a person who also happened to be from Canary that ended up there. But so I'm assuming she's still alive, like that she was that person at the brothel and that she's alive. So I think she is going to come into play somehow. Was Cassian his name on Canary? No, it wasn't. It was Cassa. Yeah. What if that blonde girl is his sister? Dedra? Yeah. No. Because, no, because he's Hispanic. He's Hispanic. His sister would be the same ethnicity. Star Wars, bro. So you're saying she bleached her hair? I don't think the Empire allows you to bleach your hair. I don't think so. No, no, no. Not the girl from the Empire. Sorry. The... The other girl that was part of the heist with him. The what main girl. Val? Yeah. No. No. I'm sorry. I can't. Okay. I can't get right. behind that. Because she's, she's still white and Cassian's not white. Yeah, her <laughs> sister had dark hair. Looked like him. And flashbacks. Okay, fine. That That's how siblings work. They usually look that's pretty... Usually pretty similar. Usually. But, yeah. So. You don't really look like your siblings. I don't. Well, people say I look like Andy a lot. Yeah, you look like Andy, but not Noah. Not at all. Noah? Who's Noah? Or Jonah. (laughs) (laughs) Noah. (laughs) Um, I think Andy listens. Hey, Andy. Hey, brother. If you're listening. Um, Hello. um, But. Yeah, so I think we're going to see her. Since they brought it up again, I think we're definitely going to pick up that storyline again this season a little bit at yeah, least. Yeah, I think, I think we'll we'll figure out who she is for sure at some point. Yeah. She's and definitely so, not gone, though. Right. And so then he takes off. Um, and I said at the beginning of this episode, there was parts of this episode that I did not like. And it's this final scene with Andor. Really? On this beach planet. I... Explain. So, one, I didn't like the music. Like, Yeah, that was a little the weird. Whole thing. They're trying... The whole thing Okay, the whole thing about the show is they're trying to like mimic the, the look of 80s sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they, they made this look like a, definitely like an 80s beach movie... Yeah. show style with the music the feel like the colors mm-hmm. the cin- cinematography it was very 80s stuff and the music it just took me out of it and i thought the pacing was really weird like it was just it felt like a sitcom almost kind of no, weird it was just like he was in this room doing the thing with the girl and then like it just goes to him walking on the beach and then there's like these hardcore parkour guys running okay so the- the chat's I, wondering, is there a time jump? I think there's a time jump. Well, it, I think it would make sense. 
because some... season one is supposed to cover the span of a year. Yeah. So that would make sense. And it seems like there was history with this girl that he's with because she's talking about all this food that they've tried and they need, they're out of food. So it's like they are living together and there's gro- need, need groceries. But why I think there's a time drop is because when he ends up getting arrested, she said, well, this sentence was usually a six months thing, but it's a, a six year thing now. Well, yeah, but that was just because this episode, they enacted harder punishments. Yeah, which is why I don't think that we're going to see that meeting. That's what I was saying. Like Meeting? Yeah, the meeting with Palp. When you were saying you wanted to see that meeting oh. with Palpatine. Because I think that already happened due to this time jump. Like, I don't think it's a lot. Like, I think it's probably a couple, couple months. But somehow he got there. And another thing is when he was in the shower getting his money, it looked like he didn't have that much left. Like, he was already lower. Like, he, he had, like, a handful of credits. Like, he was blowing through his money. Well, I think he had it so his hidden. I think he has it hidden. More than just what was in that little briefcase. Cause there's no way he had 200,000 credits only in that briefcase at one point. Well, we don't know how much every gold piece, you know what I mean? Like, we don't know the value of a... I think I because of, he was delivering, like, such that lifestyle... Like, he looked like he was, like, living luxury, and he was, like, I don't know. It, to me, it seemed like he would blew, like, we were supposed to get, we were supposed to feel like he was going through the money. Because he, like, kind of went through it like he was, like, counting it almost. Like, I think he's blowing through it. Possibly. Because he's on a, if he's on, like, a vacation tourist site. Yeah. Like, it is going to be more expensive than if he just went to some... I thought he was going to, like, escape to, like, a more simple place. Like a farm or, like, something, like, off-world. Like, not something like that. Yeah, he was, like... And he was drinking, like, uh, it's probably on some... He's definitely taking some... Something. I don't know. I don't know. Death sticks were probably somewhere in that room. But, yeah, it would make sense, I guess, if it was a time jump... Um, but I felt like it also seemed like when he was getting arrested, he's like, I, I'm just a tourist. Like I just, it almost seemed like he's like, I just been here. Like I'm only here for a short amount of time, but I don't know. Cause like the way he was looking around was like, he was just noticing the Imperial hole because like the, the, probe droids were like two of them flew by and he looked at him like and like when the stormtroopers seemed like they just got like that hold was just i don't know it seemed like they were pretty aggressive i thought the when he looked behind him he saw them running for me it made it seem like he looked at them and realized that he was wearing like the same sort of outfit like right he did look like those guys that were running yeah which and and it was and I think another thing, it kind of had the same mimic of what happened to his dad. Like, these guys were causing issues. His dad was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And then all of a sudden, they're like, hey, you're the one that did it. And it yeah, kind of felt bit. like that. It was like, these guys were running. And he said, hey, freeze. And then he's like, oh, shoot. Like, I'm not, why am I freezing? Like, 
And then he's like, I need to like go up these stairs and like try to get out of the way because I don't want to get caught in this tra- drama. Yeah, he he had to freeze because he was sweating so much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to hit the button on that one? <laughs> that one? Yeah, that one. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to look back like, on that when he's walking on the beach, like all the different groups of people. I was trying mm-hmm. to like look at some of them like. There's probably some hidden. There's all kinds of different stuff, aliens, like but aliens and. But Star Wars has been doing a good job of like not using the same aliens that we've seen. Like they're always mm-hmm. introducing new. Like that first flash when it goes to the beach, it's like that lady drinking, and it's like the guy with that long snout, like laughing. Like it's a weird looking. Yeah, I alien. like it. But yeah, I thought it was cool though that he's on a beach. And there's the sand troopers, and then on Scarif, it's like beaches, and then there's the sand troopers. The chat's saying that that area felt kind of like Cantobite. It had like that weird feel. Uh, I could get that vibe. Maybe well, Cantobite seemed like it was more lush, where this was more sandy, beachy. No, but it felt it felt was, that it felt like it didn't fit. In the Star Wars universe. Oh. Well, like, yeah. it felt super modern. Right. Like I said, like, it felt like it was too much, yeah. like, an 80s beach scene. Um, I, I just, it just felt, like, awkward. And, like I said, the pacing yeah. was weird. It just didn't feel, I think it's because it was a beach. Like, it just didn't feel normal. But, yeah, right. it's not as bad as Candlebite, though. But, yeah, but the planet's name was, uh... Nymus or Nymus. I don't know how you want to pronounce N I A M O S Nymus. So, because Canto Bite, that's the name of that's the name of the town, the city, right? Not the planet. I think I thought it was a planet. Chat, you can help us out. I thought that's the name of a city that, or town. A club that. Well, I think just the city or town, not not the planet. But I, it's kind of like Vegas is a city, and Canto Bay is a city. Um, the chat's like know. it felt like the boardwalk in Jersey. I've never oh. been there, but I hear Jersey sucks. But <laughs> well, you said this place kind of sucked too. So, <laughs> did you think it was weird? I we get so okay. I don't. What? I don't know if I should even mention this. Is it too for, controversial for a family-friendly show? It's, it's just that, that first scene. It's like they're pushing the... I mean, with the girl? Yeah. Oh, that, she just came over for a conversation. Like, Bix oh, went over to yeah, Tim's. They just had to talk. I, I think I think it just they were talking, and it must have been like a rainy night, and like oh, he didn't want her to go out like in the storm. Like, no, like, her clothes was wet. Oh, that's... Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Like he was being very chivalrous and respectful to a woman who could have been in danger during it. It could have been like a hurricane typhoon coming through. They're right on the beach. Like he did a gentleman thing, kept her safe. Mm. Um, Even though for some reason they buy groceries together and stuff, which doesn't make sense, (laughs) but (laughs) they just, they just, she was, she was just in need. She did. He did a very nice thing. And they just had a nice conversation. He's he's really good at having conversations. Um, 
Anywho. <laughs> All right. The hardcore parkour thief guys running. They're running. And then. What's the name of those troopers? Sand troopers. Is it? I believe no. so. Yeah, because no. it's the same ones from Scarif, like I, I said. Yeah, but I don't think they're called sand troopers because the sand troopers are the 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 troopers with the orange thing from A New Hope. Those are sand sand troopers. No, those are just regular stormtroopers. They're called sand troopers. No, they're they're sand troopers. I'm a hundred percent sure okay. that they're called sand troopers. Um, you can look it up. I'm not even gonna wait for the chat. The chat yeah, on this I know. One. I can see your face turn white. <laughs> You're looking it up. Or unless it's beach troopers, but maybe. Um, sun troopers. I don't think they're called sand troopers. They they have a, a cool name. <laughs> not cool at all. We got mud troopers and Star Wars. It's not going to be anything. No, trust me. It's a cool, it's a different name. I have a figure. It is beach troopers. Is it really? Beach, it's beach troopers? It's, it's, it's beach troopers. I told you it's not true. Well, look up a sand trooper. It's what you said. That's why. I oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew stop. It. oh, wait, no, wait, I'm wrong. I'm still wrong. They're okay. So they're called. There's different names. They're coastal defender troopers, also See, known as sh- cool name. shore troopers. Sure, that's what it was. Or coastal guard, and then scarif stormtroopers. Told you they have cooler names than beach troopers. But sand trooper, I was right. I always thought they were sand troopers, but I guess, I guess not. Col- coastal troopers, but because they they work on the coast. That's usually how that works. Yeah. No. But all right. So he goes to get his groceries, to, and he turns a corner, and this turn the wrong corner. A coastal trooper, shore trooper, is standing there and sees him. He's kind of walking briskly. He's like, stop right there. Are you one of them? Are you part of it? And like, what part of what? Like, what are you talking about? And he's like, you know what? Like, why are you sweating? Because I'm on a hot beach. Like, what do you mean? Or you've been running. Okay, calm down, guy. And then he stops him and then like, the other guys, the other people that are running are running by, by. And he's like, runners are going down south on Sector 9, blah, blah, blah. Hold you right here. And then we see... They want you to think it's K2SO. Dude, I was like, it's k 2 I was freaking out. I was so happy. But it's, it's not K2SO. It's KX. This is KX droids or KX units or whatever. But two of them are there. So, like, yeah. I doubt that the person that choked him almost, like, to death is actually K2SO. No, but, it's not. I don't think so. It didn't have the same voice. It was super deep. Well, as they got, it's, he was reprogrammed oh, that's and changed true, his yeah. voice, so. But the guy's like, so so bad. Because like the the trooper was like, want to go assist with the other people that got captured. He tells the KX droid to hang on right here. (laughs) So he takes that literally and starts to hang, hang. uh, Casey, he's like. He means just to to stay here, just to like watch to to watch to watch me here, like not. Um, 
This is getting choked which is, out. It's just kind of funny how they said that. Like That would have been such a cool introduction, though, to K2SO if that was him. Yeah. Like him walking over there. Well, like, I don't know. I mean, we, we don't know. It could be. Like, he's... I mean, we'll get to it, but he, this boy gets arrested. Yeah. So, I... I but part of me wants to say that it could be K2SO, like maybe another one that we see next episode, mm-hmm. because I feel like he uses the K2 droid to escape somehow. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I... So, I, yeah, he gets arrested. They give him six-year sentence, which is crazy. And he's arrested, and he has no money, he has nothing. He has a fake name. What was his name? Keith. K-E-F. Keith. And I don't remember, I don't remember last what his name, last name but. was. But, yeah, so he, they tell him all the charges, and it should have been six months, but it's six years. And he's like, I'm just a tourist. And she's like, well, if you problem, bring it up with the emperor. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then he's just kind of like screaming as, yelling when they're taking him away. So he's in jail, prison, and now we don't know his... Like, Val somehow tracks him down and rescues him. I don't know. Like, there's no way, like, Luthen would know that it's him just because he's using a different name. So, like, it's yeah. hard to... Dude, what if Luthen breaks him out by having... Like, they never say how K2SO gets, like, changed. Like, know, they, programmed? They just so say he's Luth- been re- what if he did it and then he broke, then he sent K2SO in there and broke him out? I don't know. I just don't think he would. I think Cassian has to do it on his own. I think, so I think what's going to, I don't I'm, I'm curious if maybe your, your favorite character somehow figures out that he's in jail or something by like, they like they find it. He like find find the image in the log or something. No, there's no there's no way that he would be able to ran of all the systems in the galaxy. He randomly right away finds Andor under a different name. Like there's no reason that he would look like find him that easily. Like it's yeah, I don't know. I think, I think Cassian just breaks out himself. Like he knows how to. He's very resourceful. He's survived all this time. He, he's been he's been in an imperial prison before, so he maybe knows their protocols or how to break a lock or something like that. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I think next episode we're just gonna see Dedra doing a lot of work on Ferric. I think she's probably that might be how what's his face gets Karn gets reconnected is she researches Ferric, finds that this Karn guy is the one that kind of led the thing against thing, and she goes and finds Karn and brings him back into the loop because he he knows the most or, or whatever. So like I'm guessing that's probably how he gets back in the loop. Um at some point, we have to see Saw. It could be next episode. And he's with Luthen, but I don't know if we ever saw him with Cassian. No, so. we never saw him with Cassian. So, so 
that conversation has to happen at some point. Yeah, I don't like I said in a previous couple episodes ago. I don't think Cassian meets him until Rogue One. So I don't know. But I think um, what's interesting about this episode is we have no idea where they're going with it. Like these, if they're doing another three episode arc, which they have been the last two, is like. It's just the arc him getting out of prison this next two episodes, probably. Could be. I think we're going to see this arc is going to be, for, for at least Mon Mothma's thing, the arc of getting uh, her friend in the circle. Mm-hmm. like, And so they're having another stream of funding. Um, I think that could be part of her arc. Or maybe this arc is where she's found out, maybe, a little bit more. But... Like we're still like two years away from her like officially being on the run from the Empire, so like that might be a stretch. And also from the trailer perspective, I think that's all we've seen. Like all the versions and images that we've seen of her in the trailer, like I think it's done now. So right. So anything we see is gonna be new. New. Um, Val will be next episode. Will be searching for Cassian, so she's yeah. probably gonna be on Ferric. Um, probably will run mm-hmm. into Marva and talk to her. And then Luthen, who knows Briggs. what he's... She'll probably bump into Bricks somehow. Yeah, Bricks too. Or Bix. I should not Bricks. Bix, yeah. Bix. <laughs> Bix. Um, so it's kind of like open ended. Like we don't know. Like a lot I of things. I think new... your friend's going to eat up some more cereal. Probably. I think he's he's probably going to be eating his they, lunch. I want you to think that he's going to do something, but he's probably going to be eating his lunch at his cubicle when Dedra comes up and he's like, "Can I finish my lunch first? Like, I only get fifteen my, minutes. Like, my mom wouldn't let me. Yeah, she made this for me. He's wearing his his, his brown suit, and Dedra's like, "What are you wearing? <laughs> be funny. Um, but yeah. yeah, I'm excited to see what happens though." Yeah, like because it kind of is open ended, and oh, it may, it kind of gave me a little hope to maybe we might see K two S O. Like maybe they're just teasing you. They're I just know. I know it's probably not gonna be till like the last four episodes of next next season or something. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, we got a lot of voicemails to get through. So anything else for nope. predictions? Nope, that's it. <sighs> All right, cool. Well, that's our breakdown for Ooh, episode hours. seven Ooh. announcement. And this is where at the mark where my camera sometimes fails at two hours. So let's get through these uh, voicemails. So let's transition over to voicemails. It's voicemail time. All right, cool, cool. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight voicemails. So. Like, literally three hours before the show started, I was like, hey, in the Discord, someone should probably send in a voicemail because our streak was on. No one sent one in. I was like, I, we can't ruin our streak. And then a bunch of people sent in voicemails. And then, like, half hour before the show, Lucy sends in two, so I didn't even have to send out the message because Lucy oh. would have saved the day. So, that being said, we got a ton of voicemails, so let's get through them. First one from, we've talked about him tonight, Emperor Palpatine. Ooh, which we know who that is now. But yeah. 
Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Emperor Palpatine calling again. I just wanted to say that I've been watching Andor, and I really appreciated the name drops today. I feel like I've been lurking in the shadows for this entire series, but now I'm more palpable. <laughs> Get it? Because my name is Palpatine. <laughs> Anyways, I've been enjoying Andor, watching the Imperial Arm and the ISB snuff out and crush rebel insurrectionists, or at least try to. And I appreciate all of the behind-the-scenes politics that the scene is trying to address. Because after all, I love democracy, and I love the Republic. <clears throat> but even further... I am the Senate. <laughs> All, right, All right, cool. Thanks, Palpatine. You did have an awesome name drop, so True. hopefully we actually get to see you in the series. Yeah. And you know, uh, we and, you no know, more name drops. We want to you know, see you, Palps. Disney, if you're listening, Lucas, if you're listening, you know, someday our boy Ian McDermott is going to pass away. RIP, oh, don't suck. Don't say that. Don't say that. But if you need a guy that can step in, take take Ian's place. We got a guy. He's young, fresh. He's 19. I was going to say, he looks a little young, but. A little bit the of makeup. CGI. A little bit always, of makeup. I mean, come on. Let's be real. They're probably just going to end up. Maybe. But faking, if, if you need faking. a guy, we got a guy. He's one of our friends. True. Speaking of our friend, let's take a listening to a voicemail from Brady. Oh. Hey, Empire Radio. It's Brady, and I just had a fantastic idea for a Star Wars spin-off series. Picture this. It's a world under the reign of the Empire, and we have an underground pod racing ring, and the main Ooh. character is Kidster. Anakin's best friend in Phantom Menace. Oh, that'd be cool. Mind blown. Maybe he could even run into a time-traveling broom kid and really spice okay. things up. We All could right. even get some flashbacks and maybe see young Annie again. Oh. Whoa, ho, ho, now this sounds like fun. Anyways, <laughs> no, that's not a serious proposition. But I really would like to see a pod racing thing in the future. I don't know why Disney hasn't capitalized on it more because people love it. What would you guys like to see in the future? Are you excited for the new Disney projects? And if there was one that you could create, what would it be? Cheers and have a good night. All right, thank you. I think that would be a good show, a pod racing show. Yeah, you actually had me on that. Like, but you should you should have said now this is pod racing. But but I think, like, I think it would be good if idea. they would do it, they would have to do it like in a style of like. Fast and the Furious, like where it's just like <laughs> doing Pod crazy stuff. Twenty five have have like Vin Diesel and <laughs> but like <laughs> um, that would be a cool idea. I, I'm surprised they haven't had like an, I know they've in the past like had a pod racing video game. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool to have like it would have been. It would probably be better than if they did a pod racing game. It'd be better than that one flying game we just. Oh, squadrons! That oh, was terrible. Oh, that game was awful. But you know, I think the chances of them doing a pod racing show would be unlikely because if you've watched the animated show Star Wars Resistance, 
Like it's not pod racing, but it's similar. There's a lot of racing in it with these starfighters and stuff that these characters are where they do races and stuff. So they kind of might not do two shows that have racing in it, but I still I feel like if they did a pod racing show, though, it would probably end up being an animation show. Probably. Yeah. Isn't there a new, speaking of animation show, isn't there a new Halloween Lego? No. Are you sure? I swear I saw a trailer. Not that I've seen. Unless it dropped, like, tonight. Like, I haven't. It dropped today. Let me look. But... But anyway, Bray, to answer your question, I have this great idea for a show that I've actually been holding on for a while for a good opportunity to share it on the podcast. So, okay. Um, you know, like there's those nature shows that are have the voiceover by David Attenborough, you know, that British guy. Yeah. They need to do that with Star Wars in nature, like a Star Wars nature show where it's just David Attenborough narrating here's the the animal life the animal life on you know the animal life on explaining the aliens that too like it'd be coolest to have david attenborough voiceovering an educational program and it would all be canon like all the animals and stuff like all their cool would be be canon like if i win 500 million dollars tonight i'm gonna give my boy a call and be hey Bro, you already burned through that money before the end of this episode. <laughs> I'm going to be like Cassie Nandor. I'm going to get arrested and get yeah. thrown in jail. Um, stay away from random strangers from the rain. Stay away from those yep. people. Uh, but any ideas for shows that you'd want in a perfect world, Drew? Uh, a young Boba Fett show. Oh, gosh. What? Go watch Clone Wars. There's your young Boba Fett right there. No, but in between that. <laughs> A teen, a more of an older teen. Yeah. Like becoming the bounty hunter that he was in episode five or four, you know. Like four, five, six, leading, whatever. Like five. this same timeline, but a young Boba. Yeah. With his helmet on. Yeah. I don't know. I think that would be cool. Cool. All right. Well, let's hear another voicemail. From another character that we haven't heard from in a while. So let's listen from Boss Nass. Hello, Empire Radio. Me saw back. And me saw thinking that me saw just east and decent talking about Andor. Me saw thinking that this is great Star Wars show but Misa thinking that it needs more Gungans Misa thinking that the Empire treating us and decent folks badly Misa think that they need to be told by this show Desa kick Misa from Otaganga because they no liking Misa in Jar Jar Binks. Oh, Isa gonna be in big doo doo. True. All right. Thank you, Boss Nass. But Boss Nass, if you noticed in the gallery, Luthen is selling a Gungan shield. So we got a little nod. Maybe you 
used that one maybe. We'll say that one was held by Boss Nass himself. So True. That is the closest to Gungans we've got in a hot minute. Yeah. We haven't had Gungans since Clone Wars show. So yeah. like season seven when we meet Jar Jar's girlfriend. So that's the last time we saw a Gungan. So he definitely had some conversation. <laughs> okay, we'll go on to the next All question. Right. Um, next voicemail from Will. Hey, I'm Prior Video. Will here. Very short. Just wanted to say, Drew, we need to play Overwatch. Yep. We just we we just need to. I mm-hmm. saw you were playing uh Roadhog last night. You were pretty good from what I oh. saw from your uh reflection. <laughs> <laughs> and uh I hope you all had a good day today. Alright, thanks, Will. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Well we need was to that play. reflection, is that referring to the Instagram picture? The the story that my wife was doing Yeah, I was like realized she was doing it. You're so focused on video games. All right. Well, sounds like it's an invite, Drew. You can't let our fans down. We already were talking online today about it. Oh. Yes. Yes. If you guys want to see me and Will play video games together, make sure you tune into my Discord or my Twitch, which is Drew BS Gaming. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, his next voicemail comes from a first-time sender, but is a big presence in the Discord. Discord. So let's hear Reed's first-ever voicemail. Hi, Empire Radio. This is Reed with my first voicemail. Uh, My question to you is, if you could have an animal from the Star Wars universe as a pet... Which one would it be and why? Mine is obviously Lothcat because I love cats, but I'm interested in your answers. All right. Thank you, Reed. Have we done this one? We've similar. Uh, we've had a lot of animal questions. Reed's but... in the chat too right now. Ooh. Well, I'm just going to go with the classic Tauntaun. <laughs> Because why not? Because I already know what the inside temperature is. So it's lukewarm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wah wah wah. Um, I think so. Even though I don't like cats, sorry, Reed. I think loath cats could be a little. I think they, they're a little different. They, they have more personality. Sass. They're yeah. they're they're they'll they'll fight for you. Like if you're in danger, but they're also it's very like a dog kind of like cute and cuddly. Um, but I think a massive would be cool, like the dogs that the, the Tuscan Raiders have. Well, and and scary, dude. And no one's no one's gonna mess with you right. in the alley if you're walking rock, walking one of those things around. Drew, would you have a pet Rancor? Yeah, you would. <laughs> Why not? I think a Quake or, or Monkey Lizard like would be fun. Soka Wolf or whatever. Oh, wolf Wolf. Yeah. Why not? They look sick. Making a monkey later is too sassy, dude. They'll just sit in the corner and laugh at you the whole time. So? I could see you with one, actually. So <laughs> I'll about. Um, I think that's all the really... Not a lot of other animals. You got those goats. 
that we saw. I think you can get them with with the four horns. I think you can actually have your real Star Wars animal. Get some Uh, four-horned goats. If I ever have like a hobby farm, I'll get one and name it Star Wars. Just straight up. Name them Star Wars? Just name them Star Wars. You don't want to call them... Can you own a a Ewok? No, they're they're a sentient being. Oh, yeah, that's true. They'd be your slave. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay. I retract what I'm saying. But they have donkeys. I could get a... Uh, Ewok and donkey. Good. Good. All right. Thank you, Reed, for your first voicemail. We hope to hear some more voicemails in the future when you like. That'd be fun. Yes. All right. Next question is from Darth Bane from the Discord known as Cal, who runs another podcast. So let's take a listen to that. Hey, Empire Radio. Cal from the Franchise Den podcast. I got a question for you guys. What do you guys think about Black Adam? I know it comes out tomorrow, but are you guys excited for it? I uh, was super excited for it, and then some of the reviews started coming in, and apparently it's not great. I'm still going to go see it. I like The Rock, so that makes me excited, and I think it'll still do well just because it has The Rock in it. But let me know what you guys think. Or are you right. laughing so hard? Because you know what Black Adams is, right? It's the next DC film. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even realize that it was coming out tomorrow. Like, that's how so far off my radar it is. So oh. I guess that kind of answers your question. We're not yeah. looking forward to it. I, yeah, if I you com- don't have, like, normal television, you're not, like, it's, like, on every app but, right now. But like, also just, like, YouTube algorithms, like, I get ads for Marvel, Marvel. stuff. I, I don't get a DC thing because I just don't watch DC stuff. So like, I will watch yeah. it when it's on HBO. Like when it comes out, I'll probably get HBO just for a month and then watch it. Just because, even though I'm not a big DC fan, like I still like to watch them. Just I, I'll 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 um I'll tell you my answer right now. Yeah. I you probably couldn't pay me to watch this movie. Just by the look of it. So, yeah, no, I'm good. Yeah, I, I like to rock, but I don't really think he's the best actor. <laughs> that and, it's, like, I mean, that and it's DC. Like, I don't it hate. Looks, it looks like a DC movie. I don't and, hate DC. I'm just not excited for it ever. But I still yeah. watch it. So, like, like I said, I'll watch it on HBO in a few months when it comes out probably, but. The hot toy looks cool because the head sculpt for him is like spot on. It looks dope. Like it looks really good, but like nothing about it. You know what it is? It's like one of those mindless fighter movies. Like if you want to go to a movie and watch like the worst storyline possible, but like (laughs) a lot of like people getting beat up and blown up and him catching a missile and throwing it like, like a dumb movie but it's like entertaining because it's just a lot of explosions, then yeah, that's what you're going to go watch. Like you're, you're not going to get acting and writing as good as this last episode in that movie. I can guarantee that. All right. Shots fired by drew, but I don't if know you're if listening, <laughs> if you're listening to uh, this and you are a big DC fan, go check out the franchise den. Um, 
because okay. Cal does do a wide variety of things. And so I'm assuming he'll be doing some sort of review Probably. or breakdown on that movie. I'm not, I'm not making any promises, but if you're looking for that kind of stuff, Franchise Den would be a great podcast to get also, check, check out. I mean, let us know if it, you think it's good. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm I'm all ears. Thank nice. you, Cal, for that. So we have two last voicemails, both from Lucy. So we haven't heard from her in a while. So let's I mean, get some updates. I hear from her every week. Why she has her own podcast every other week now that I listen to. No, I'm saying, well, besides that, but we hear her every week in the ads. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> but yeah, so let's listen to Lucy's first voicemail. Hi, everyone. It's Lucy, and it's been quite a few weeks since I've sent in a voicemail. And because it took me so long to catch up on Andor, I haven't been able to listen to your latest episodes. And I don't even know if this voicemail will make it in time for this week's podcast, because this is last, last minute. But I will try to hop on some point during voicemails. First of all, I wanted to thank you again for asking me to be a guest host back in July. It happened to be the week Addie sent in her first voicemails, and without me being on the podcast that day, I wouldn't have been there to answer some of it. So I wouldn't really have ever met or known her, and as it turns out, me and Addie have become fast friends, and we're working on a little something together. So just a little reminder for you that Empire Radio is doing so much good for your listeners' lives, your starting friendships, bringing people together, and thank you for that. I do have some more to say, but I'm running out of time. So see you soon. May the force be with you. All right, oh, cool. cool. Yeah. We're excited to see what happens. Addie sends in a lot of voicemails to Lucy's yeah, podcast, and that's cool that you guys are kind of collabing on some things. Excited to see what that could be or what that she, may or may not she, be. She already, like, or she's filming a movie. Like, Yeah, uh, Addie is starting casting to do her movie soon. She hopes to have that done by around the first year. Um, so we'll always keep the fans updated for that when, when Addie has that filmed. Uh, but yes, Lucy, it is a reminder that we should be thankful that our fans have been built to help us build a great community and have uh, a lot of people in the Discord are good friends now. And um, and Lucy's in the chat right now. Yeah, and so we're also, we just announced uh, this weekend that as a Discord, we're doing a... Like a secret Santa white elephant gift exchange. Oh, I and didn't so, even know that. Yeah, you did. I told you about it. I'm just kidding. You. I'm just... And so, um, starting on Sunday or Monday, this coming Sunday or Monday, we're opening it up for sign up for two weeks. So, but that's only a Discord thing. So, so if, if you want, if you want, if anyone wants to join that, you have to go join the Discord to get the link for that when we have that set up. And Retta, our very own Retta, she is the one setting it all up through this website called Elfster. And so we are excited to do that as a community to have that little fun. So yes, Will in the chat, all caps, join the Discord. So. Yep, join the Discord. All right. Well, we have one more from Lucy. And so let's take a listen to that. Hi again, it's Lucy. You're with more to say, as promised. First of all, I've noticed that we haven't had very many VCU art submissions as of late. So here's our second Lucy's friendly reminder of the episode to get those in. If you need more encouragement, I will say this. Whenever the VCU video is released fully illustrated, I will have a very special VCU surprise coming. 
possibly something that I'll do on my podcast. Possibly something that I'm doing with a certain other Empire Radio fan. And this will only be released after the VCU video is. So if you like holiday surprises, send in that art soon so Empire Radio can have that up in time for Christmas. Anyway, I do have a question. In the spirit of Halloween, when you were kids, did you have any pumpkin carving traditions? And what were your criteria for picking out a good pumpkin? Well, have a great day. Send some art. May the force be with you. All right. Thank you. So now I'm all curious on what this... I know. Is this a special project, the one you referred to in your first voicemail with Addie, or is this a collab with Brady? Because now he has his own podcast, and maybe you I guys don't is, know. is Will involved? Like all these like, secrets. But she, said like all it, she said it's only going to be released once the VCU project is done. And so we got a long way to go. And you heard the commercial <sighs> earlier if you're still with us. So, like, if you are. Dr- an artist of any sort, please click the link in the description below the VCU illustration project and help illustrate. We still got like 60 some things ago. And so we haven't had any for like a month. We had, so send some in. Come on, come on. Let's just do it. it. I know Reed has been working on some. And so we're thankful for that. Um, But they're in the chat too right now. We, we need some more, submission so i really want to know what lucy has in plan because i don't know maybe if i win that 500 million dollars tonight i will bro stop spending it bro, bro actually <laughs> actually it's after 10 o'clock so i could technically check right now what you heard it here first you heard it here first everyone let's see if sometimes the website crashes like right after it's um it was Will, Will, real quick in the chat, so said um, he smashed pumpkins. He didn't really pick any of them. All right, so the winning numbers are 19, 30, 36, 46, 60, 25, and those are none of my numbers. So I did not win $500 million. Um, and results are still pending, so we don't know if anyone's won yet, but we'll find out tomorrow morning. So if I do so... if if I do next drawing, if it's still going and I win 500 million, maybe I'll just hire some artists, professional artists and, yeah. or, or maybe I'll just make it all into a movie. That'd be you really cool. You gotta still pay my yearly salary. So calm down. All right. How much? You, okay. All right. Well, thank you. Oh, she had a question too. Um, yes. Pumpkins. pumpkins. Did you ever do uh, pumpkins in your life? Well, uh, we always did them every year. We just simple carved pumpkins. Um, really? You never did carving I pumpkins? Never, I don't think really? I've ever carved a pumpkin in my life. What? Yeah. Why I not? I don't know. Why don't you do it this never... year? Are you going to have trick-or-treaters? Like, are you going to pass out candy? Yeah, we, we do Well, then get a, and I, I get was, a pumpkin. Last, last year, I, uh, I put on my bull fat helmet. And I just answered the door. But Miles was like a baby baby. And our ring camera, you can set it to like be Halloween. So when they ring it, it's like a witch can talk to you and like say some weird, cool Halloween stuff. So that's always oh, that's cool. fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but get, yeah, a, we should, get a pumpkin. Do I it. do that. They're like, they're what? Six bucks for a pumpkin? No, I'm, I'm not saying it's expensive or anything. I just... Just realize I've never carved a pumpkin before. But yeah, make sure when you do it, you gotta 
go in at an angle so that when you put the top back on, it doesn't fall in. You have to make it a wedge so it stays on there. Dude, that's stuff I didn't know. And you gotta it, the whole inside is filled with seeds and well, goop and stuff. That. It's really gross. I've cut open a, a pumpkin and my mom made like real pumpkin pie out of a real pumpkin once. Okay, but you're not supposed to use a carving pumpkin to make pumpkin pie. No, it was just a normal pu- pumpkin. Yeah, I use a, like a sugar pumpkin, I think. Yeah, called. it was a sugar pumpkin. Because then we took the seeds out and then... You can bake the seeds and eat them. the seeds, yeah. I, I took sugar pumpkins once and made actual pumpkin puree with... Was so I can good? do baking. Well, it's, it's fine. But there's so much water in pumpkin... Like, yeah, it's like you just drink, you cook it and break it down. And it's this mush, and you just strain all the water out and just strains and strains. And it goes forever. It's but like just wait. Here's the thing: just to buy puree in a can. Pump, if you just buy a pumpkin puree in a can, it's it's literally like perfectly fine. Like yeah. like people say, oh, you you know, buy canned pumpkin. Well, it's literally like of all the things in baking, <laughs> this get can pumpkin puree, and it's perfectly fine. Like any professional. Baker would probably say just. Well, they'd probably do that. Read in the read in the chat could probably t- say yes. Just buy canned because she's a baker. But um, uh, anyway, how do you pick out a pumpkin? I have no idea. Like I, I haven't picked out a pumpkin since I was a kid, so I couldn't tell yeah, you. Reed said it takes forever to cook down a pumpkin. Yeah. So, um, I would always think just the biggest one with the cleanest outside. Like sometimes like the, the patch where it's like laying on the ground, like it's brown and dirty. So mm-hmm. I would just or yellow. Pick, it's always different. Yeah. So if you just pick one that has like the least amount of ground mark on it, that's probably what I would go with. But I guess I haven't bought Reed a pumpkin. They buy cans. So there you go. Perfect. See, all right. That's, that's all the information I have on pumpkins. Yeah. I like pumpkin pie. Do you like pumpkin pie? I think it's kind uh, of overrated. I think it's overrated. Okay. Well, it's, it's okay. Steph hates it too. I like pumpkin like bread and muffins and stuff. But like pumpkin pie, it's just. It's Dude, too... there, there's something about pumpkin cream cold brew. Okay. We're done with that. All right. Thank you, Lucy. I listen to your podcast every time it's released. So it's, it's always fun to listen to. Um, anything else, Drew? Because we can jump to socials and then we can get out of here because we're going long. It's a long episode. Nope. I'm just excited for next week. All right, cool. If you want to get connected with us, go into the link down below, the links.co slash Empire Radio, landing page for everything, Instagram, Facebook, uh, link for the join the Discord, a link for our YouTube because we do all these on YouTube as well, video versions, a uh, link for our Twitch channel, which we live stream every episode. And then there's also link for the VCU illustration project, our fan email and the link for the neelixunity.com podcast network, which Darth Bane, the franchise den is a part of also Brady who we collabed with last week. He's part of it too, with his podcast. Um, and so it's an exciting growing podcast network. If you want all of your nerdy yep. stuff. Um, and that's it. And next week is, Jedi Tales of the Jedi. Yes. And so Drew and I are going to discuss like when we can do that discussion too. We're going to do an episode on the Ahsoka episodes and an episode on the Dooku episode. So we'll have two episodes for the whole 
because yes. they're all being released on the same day. So, also, if you guys make sure you tune in to our YouTube because there's gonna be, other, there's other content on there just besides the, um, podcast, podcast. breakdowns. Yep. So there's watch parties, watch parties some vlogs, reviews, vlogs, and stuff like toy, that. So go to unboxing stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what do you have? What is that? It's the statue from Visions. So go go oh. check out the YouTube. It's a little sneak peek of what what's to come. All right, cool, cool. Anything else, Drew? Nope. All right, let's head out of here. So you've been listening to another Wizard episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the Force be with you. Always. See, Brady, that's how you do it. The Needlessly Nerdy Podcast Network, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com